popping out to live here in three, two, one. What's hey. up? Hey, hey, hey. What's, what's up, y'all? What's cracking? How you doing? We're back from a long hiatus. Yeah, we are. Um, This is Iconoclash. My name is Kyle, a.k.a. Keezy, if you want. This is my main man, Enz, a.k.a. Lou Redwood. Lou fucking Redwood. Who's that? That's, uh, what is that? One of the announcers from, is it Semi-Pro? I don't know. <laughs> I've seen Semi Pro once. Red. Movie's like Blue 15 Red years Red. old. That movie is hilarious, bro. All right, let's clash. All right, let's clash. Fuck that movie. That was a good one. Good one for our time back. What's up, three viewers? Welcome. Um, we, we've had a couple weeks off. You know, our schedules yeah. just have... We've just been missing each other. Sh- we tried been. to make it work. It just wasn't working. I know. We, we had some uh, shit popping off. Yeah, but yeah. we've had a busy few weeks, that said. So we're just going to dive right into uh, what there is to talk about. Yeah. Um, by the way, I voted today. I hope you vote, too. I'm voting when I leave. There's my I vote. vote. Sig- I will vote. All right, cool. That's what's up. Yes. Vote for my man, Scott Singer Ratson Boone. He's the man. That I went to school with him for a long time. He's he's the shit. I don't know him. I like him. He's a good guy. He taught me how to download ROMs on my computer. Oh, well, when I was he a kid. deserves a vote, bro. I know. That's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> he, he, uh, he, uh, yeah, he fostered that love. You could just like ruin his political career. Like he was helping me bootleg video games. No, it's not illegal to download ROMs. You just have to, dele- have to own the. Well, you have to own it. We only downloaded ones that we owned, and any that we didn't, we deleted after less than 24 hours. So we're we're perfectly legal. That was a lie. I got you. I got you. Stop. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, all right, man. What's up? Uh, shit. I, I don't even know what's happened since then because a lot's happened and I don't know when, I don't know when the last one was. You know well, let's start, let's start with this then. Um, Halloween was last week. It was. Um, let's, let's talk about that. How was your Halloween? It was cool. I just took my kids trick-or-treating. Yeah. I it was, my daughter trick-or-treating. I didn't take my son. It was a chilly night. Shitty, windy night. It was cold night. as hell. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. We were debating whether or not to even take the kids. I was like, man, uh, I, you know what? I'm going to suck it up and do it. I took them tr- trick-or-treating. Tara stayed home, but I, I took him around the neighborhood for about an hour. My son wanted to go trick-or-treating with his friends. So he went with his mom. And I went hmm. with my daughter. Hmm. And uh, my son like tapped out in like 10 minutes. Did he really? Yeah, he was like, nope, <laughs> I'm done. And then my daughter, she was like, this is great. And she just wanted to keep going. So we just did that. Okay, yeah, that's what's up. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Not much to talk about yeah, there. Cool. Yep. <laughs> How was Halloween? <laughs> oh yeah, we did have a Halloween party. That was fun. We call it Halloween. Um, we had a d- decent turnout. It's just, it's unfortunate. Like my friend group, like, is old. Well, we're all old. We have stuff to do now. We're all old. We all have stuff to do, and it's hard for people, some people, to commit. And, you know, thankfully, my buddies Chris and Anna came from from out of town uh, just for Halloween. You know, they were they were all committed and everything, but. Um, yeah, we had we had probably twelve or thirteen people show up. You know, nothing crazy, but it was a good time, man. We we kicked it. I wore my Spider Man costume, and boom, boom, boom. Um, uh, I didn't win any awards. No, but uh, Chris and Anna won an award. They won. Uh, you didn't rig it this year in favor of yourself. I did not. I did not. <laughs> nope. Uh, Chris, they won the couples award. Chris won the he he award, which is our like funny costume mm-hmm. award. And then um, uh, Derek's girlfriend Adina won the costume contest. Yeah. The main costume. She was like a dark elf queen from dark crystal or some shit her costume was was pretty dope though oh yeah that was a good time very dope very you, dope very dope you went and saw immortal technique though i did go see Immortal <laughs> Technique. you invited oh, me look, to go look, look, when i picked that album i didn't know he was gonna be here mm. 
That was just timely. That yeah, just that's happened perfect. to be like, oh, Immortal Technique's going to be here on this weekend. I'm definitely getting my shit oh, no, covered man. over that. I wish I could have fucking gone. I would have m- made the experience of listening to the album way better. That's why I was like, bro, you want to do this? Like, uh, come on. I'm like, salty, I actually, I um, <laughs> a good friend of mine from high school, his name's Ryan, um, him and I, like, he, he had moved here from, I think, Vermont. And immediately we became friends because we liked all this like crazy hip hop, like immortal technique and Jedi mind tricks and stuff like that. Yeah. And so that's how him and I became friends. Okay. And I hadn't seen him in a couple of years. And, um, he saw that I wanted to go to immortal technique. So he hit me up and we went together and that was super awesome. That's like, awesome. Like having my old friend, like this is how we became friends and all of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we did, we went and saw immortal technique. Um, which I have wanted to see my entire life and never seen him play anywhere. Really? He does tour, but it's like super, it's always like he only plays in six cities Yeah. or, you know what I'm saying? Like it's always been. Oh, that's dope. He came tough. here then. So he came and it was so fucking good. Where was it, it at? Was Scully's? So good. It was at Scully's. It was great. We walked in and it was supposed to be uh poison pen was supposed to open for him. Okay. And that's like his protege. Okay. So, um, we missed poison pen, which like I felt like we got there early and the show was just an early show or whatever, mm. but we missed poison pen. There's somebody else up on stage. My dude's like, is that poison pen? And I'm like, no poison pen's black. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, who the fuck is that? And it's Chino XL. Like, what, oh, what the shit. fuck is Chino XL doing? Damn. Like, that's All right, sweet. fucking dope. So we saw Chino <laughs> XL and he was good. Yeah. Mortal Technique got up there and it was fucking great. And I got this cool Immortal Technique shirt. He played Dance with the Devil? He did play Dance with the Devil. Was it just like the video we watched? Um, kind of, yeah. Um, <laughs> He he did play a lot of his like set like he he played like a verse and a hook okay yeah which I thought was odd but like it was alright it was great it was, I, I it actually was so good I prefer when artists do that I don't want to hear the whole more, fucking song to see more songs yeah. yeah that's that's how I feel like even like anytime I see ICP like that's kind of how they do it. they might do two verses here right. and there but they never do a full song and I prefer it that way. You know, you got because uh, once you get like three, four minutes into a song, you start coming back. But what happens right. is you end up missing your favorite verses. Or yeah, that that does kind of suck. But yeah. typically, when they when artists do that, they usually pick the good shit. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It was great. It was really, <laughs> really dope. good. It was a long time coming for me. I've wanted to see him for like fifteen years. So That's that was sweet. Like really great. I had a lot of fun. It was worth every penny. Okay. I had a blast. It dope. Was awesome. I'm salty. I missed it, dude. It was a really good time. All right. Um, I got you on the next one. Other than that. Um, stuff's happened, but we don't. We got a lot to talk about. It. All right, let's fly. Let's d- deep dive on like bar stories and stuff. We can yeah, save yeah. those for another day. Okay, well, I, I like those. We will uh, right. revisit. But that. those are something I can always throw in. You know, what I'm saying we need some time. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and start uh, knocking down the list, bro. All right. So, I mean, here I'm going to take Immortal Technique off. I do want to talk about this while we're still close to the Halloween subject. You released a song called The Pact. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I was so disappointed in you. Oh, yeah? Why? I was so disappointed in you. Why? Because I listened to the song, and you have this, like, golden idea sitting right in front of you that you just missed. Really? And I think I think the reason that you missed it is because you would have had to have listened to it to have the idea. Like, you couldn't have hmm. been creating it and had that idea. Hmm. Like, because I was listening to it, and this idea hit me, and I was thinking, oh, like, Bro. You should have fucking written the song. This happened to, what was it, the character's name? Jack. Jack. This happened to Jack. Mm-hmm. And then a year later told us what happened to Jack. Oh, It was I a see. year later. You went into the third verse and it was a year later. And I was like, no, you should have saved a year. <laughs> and then hit him with the sequel. Well, I got pounded you. that. Ooh, boom. We hit you a year later. We waited a year. The long con. That's a good point. That would have been so good. But I, like I said, I was listening to this. and I was thinking, this is what they're going to do. This is what they're going to do. And then you didn't do it. And I was like... Oh, they didn't have... I'm having the idea because I'm listening to it. <laughs> if they'd have been listening to it, then I had the idea. All right. 
but they just had the idea and wrote it. Yeah, I feel you. That, no, that's a great, that would, would have been really cool. But you know what? Like, we're going to come get him for Jack next year. Bro, and who, then left it. And then a year later, I'm like, we're going to get him for Jack. Well, who's to, next year, who's to say Jack doesn't have another adventure? Maybe. Maybe. But I just thought, I was, the whole time I was thinking like, this is genius. What a great idea. And then you just, the third verse hit and it was like, or not. <laughs> well, I mean, thanks. The song was cool. I'll say. The song was cool, but it was, I, I had I had this, as I'm listening. I'm taking this from it. You said, that song would have been so cool if you did this. You didn't do it my way, so fucking. No, 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 no. That's thanks. not what I'm saying. Appreciate it, bro. I just, like, I thought you had this, like, cool thing you were going to do. And I was like, <laughs> no way. What a great idea. <laughs> no, and, that is and, cool, man. You know. I like that. I feel that. And I figured that that never dawned on you. No, it didn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah ironically, we wrote that song mostly last year. You know, yeah. so we, if we would have recorded it last year, well, but we, if we would have recorded it last year, we would have, um, it would have still been ended up the same way it did. It's, it's one cohesive beginning to end story for sure. But, um, I do like your idea. That's a interesting take on it for sure. And you know, that's a, does open up the door to other possibilities. I didn't yeah. think, I didn't think about there being more adventures of Jack, but you know, that could just be the beginning. Maybe, we'll you see. know? We'll see. I uh, you did put Stereo Star on. I did. I, I, I that, that's one thing I've been grinding in the last couple of weeks, trying to bust out. I've been. I was like, fuck it. I'm just gonna throw all Broken Fort shit up on the digital outlets, and we'll see what flies and what doesn't. And to my surprise, everything I sent like got didn't get like kicked back or anything. Awesome. And one, I had one song. I think I had a movie sample in it, and they kicked that back. But I took it off, and we're good. Yeah. You right. know. But yeah, it's cool. So check out Broken Fort. Uh, if you look them up on Spotify, look us up. All of our old shits on there. I got. I made a new album of ten of our, what I consider to be our better songs. Bro, I listened to it and like, <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, I haven't listened to any of that. Yeah, like, and I listened to it. And first of all, like, there's definitely things I feel like I'm just sloppy. Okay, like I could have just been better, but it wasn't anything I was embarrassed of or anything. Sure, you know what I'm saying it just wasn't. It was what fucking ten years old. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? yeah. Whatever. We made most of those songs in two, 2007. We released the Jumpstart mixtape. 2009 yeah. was last summer, and this, 12, 13 years old. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I was listening to them, and like, man, Shooting Stars has not aged well, has it? No, it has a like, lot, of, lot of references. Yeah, politically, like I was like, listen to this, like, <laughs> I think, but for like what at it, the time that was cool. Like now it's like. Ooh. Yeah, for what it's worth, that song. Yeah, no, you you do got a point there. Um, but that song I think is one of our more like better, well written and executed songs. But the subject matter does not age well. You know what I was most impressed by? What's that? Fireproof. Yeah, yeah we flex. On I that. forgot all about that. Like I didn't even remember that. I was like listening to it for the first time, bro. And I was like listening to this, and I was like, this hook is fucking sweet. Yeah, it's all I was, like hype. this is a good record. <laughs> Get it? Fireproof. I was like, oh, this is such a good record, bro. Like, that was a cool song. Yeah, bro. it was. I really liked it. I'll check it out. Look up Broken Fort, the Stereo Star Sessions. You'll, you'll get 10 of the best songs that I think we've uh, we've ever made. Uh, Timeless is obviously a slapper, you know, something to rely on. I really like. Mm -hmm, but yeah. like, Fireproof is the one I didn't even remember it. And I was yeah. still like, oh, this is tight <laughs> as fuck, bro. Dope. Yeah. That's what's up, it man. Was, Thanks. It was a fun time listening to that. Well, good. I'm glad I'm glad you got a little nostalgia yeah. kick out of it. And if you know, if everybody wants to, it's on there. It's it, for what it's worth, all of these this music has been on our website this entire time. But it's nice to have it on the digital platform so that that's where everybody listens to. Yeah, because nobody's gonna go to iconoclash.net and click on the free music and download the music to their phone mm -hmm. and then put you them know, on their iPod. Yeah, no one's doing that, you know? So it's nice. I mean, it's there if you do want to do that. And if you see it on iTunes and don't want to buy it, please don't buy our shit. I don't give a fuck if you buy that, you know? If I make new shit, it's something different. But, you know, don't don't buy our shit. It's all available for free, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Stream it, download it, wherever you want to do it. But yeah, that's what's Brother up. Brother Ali said, uh, 
Music is supposed to be written from the soul, never bought and sold. Mm, I dig that. I love that. That's, that's, that's a, how I feel. Yeah, I feel that, Brother Ali. I feel that. All right, so peep it. Yeah. But yeah, now I, I officially have newer music out than you do. What happened? Uh, I don't know. You kicked something over there? I fixed it. All right, well, working out. We're good. Cool. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I officially have newer music out than you, bro. How you feel about that? I mean, you have newer released music. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I mean, no, you don't. I said out. No, you don't. I don't. No. What you got? Fucking uh, on the Beast Mode Warriors album that came out in August, I did the 24-7, 365 song feature on uh, oh, I seen you Beast post Mode that. Warriors, and they just released the remix. So I have newer music than you. That didn't last very long, did it? <laughs> no, it didn't. Ha! <laughs> and All it was right. actually a good-ass remix, too. Yeah? I heard that shit, and I was like, I like this better than the original one, bro. Oh, I'll never listen tight. to that. All right, well, fair enough. I'm just kidding. I'll, I will. But yeah, you're a little bitter. You, you're like, I got newer music. Like, actually, no, you don't. <laughs> There's more in the works, though. We're working on some shit. I now. got more in the works. Okay, we'll see. You know, I have enough songs. That, like, every time you drop one, I can drop an album and be like, Top ya. <laughs> Top ya. Okay. I do it 10 times over. Top ya. Okay. I mean, I won't, but I could. Don't. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> um, all right. Let's see what we got here. I, uh, oh, I got so much. Um, did you hear What If I Was Gay? No, what's that? Joyner and Eminem got a song that just leaked called What If I Was Gay. <laughs> okay. It was cool. Is it new or old? It's leaked. It's not even out. I know, but like it's, it's, a, it's a new, it's, it, oh, that's yeah. what I'm saying though. Like you said leaked. I don't know if that means it's old or new. You I know mean, what I'm saying? It could be that song that- Joyner's only been around for so long. It's not that old. You know yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, it was cool. Like the whole thing, Joyner's saying like, what if I, and he hits all these different things. Oh, what if I was gay? You know what I'm saying? He's like, he's like talking about being different and shit and like how people treat him and shit. And he's like, what if I was gay? And then Eminem gets on there and Eminem does this whole thing. And he's like, what if I was gay too? It's just, it's wild, bro. It's weird. It sounds retarded. It's kind of tight, bro. <laughs> I liked it a lot. Um, Eminem raps slow, which makes it a lot more likable for me. Okay. Um, a lot of my guys were like, this sounds like they're just trying to go viral. And I was like, I don't really know that either of these guys have to try to go viral at this yeah. point. Like, I think they're just writing shit that they want to write about. No, I mean, everybody's entitled to make goofy songs, this, which is no, what this, this sounds goofy. like. This is like real. It's like socially conscious. Mm, okay. I was into it. I liked it. I don't like the concept right now, but if the, if the execution is on point, that's all that matters. <laughs> it reminded me of when they did that song, What If I Was White, featuring mm-hmm. Eminem. Mm. Whoever that was, I forget what group that was. Somebody did a song called What If I Was White. It was featuring Eminem before Eminem was like big. That sounds stupid too. It was tight as fuck. Mm. It was tight as fuck. <laughs> it was better than this song. <laughs> okay, cool. Like this song was just like a cool song. I'll peep it. Um, so yeah, that happened. Um, you want to do shows, video games? Um, let's let's ri- let's rifle through all of our. Um, let's do shows last. That way, yeah, we can yeah, yeah, do, yeah. Um, that's where we really want to live. Um, let's 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 not uh, chop down the video games and movies that you've uh, that we've been playing. Or all watching. right. So I watched like half a Lion King, and it was fine. Okay. It was like nothing. I didn't think it was bad. Like I've seen a lot of people say it was bad. I didn't think it was bad, but I didn't think it was great either. Was I heard like, it was totally good. It was, it was just unnecessary. Like, like my daughter and I like laid down. We like watched that as we were like going to sleep, and we both fell asleep. But like, it was fine. You didn't like it like you did the Aladdin. No, Aladdin was lit. Yeah, Aladdin was dope <laughs> as fuck, bro. Aladdin was awesome. All right, Lion Kick was fine. Like I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. Okay. Um, I watched scary stories to tell in the dark. I've been meaning to watch that. How was it? Did you ever read the book when you were a kid? Yeah. Cause I, I read the book. I have it upstairs. Okay. So I do, it's been a long time since I read the book, so mm-hmm. I don't remember. Same. But, um, 
it was just short stories in the book, right? Yes. Because like here they had the short stories, but they were tied together with this like other. Oh, that's cool. Did you not watch a movie? I haven't watched it yet. So like I've been meaning to. It's this plot about these kids that go into this house where this girl like would read these stories, these scary stories to kids. And um, then like all the kids died or whatever. Mm. And so they go into this house and they find the book. And they're like, it's writing scary stories in the book and they're happening to all their friends. Mm. And so all the scary stories are happening. Their individual stories happening to their friends. And I don't remember that being part of the book. It was just short stories. Yeah, before, there was no tie. Okay, so they just, they but just that's found cool. a way to tie in. I like that. I thought it was really good. I really liked it a lot. Wow, uh, cool. I I'll really, definitely check it out. I really, really was impressed, especially having read the book. Like I didn't remember most of the stories. Yeah. The one that I remember was the toe in the soup. Okay, I don't even recall that. It's, it's a story in there where dude's like eating soup and all of a sudden there's a toe in it. And then there's a lady who's like, where's my toe? <laughs> I remember that story from the book and that's in there. Okay. Um, but it was like really well done, bro. I Dope. was really impressed with it. I give it like a solid eight out of 10. Wow, I'll peep it. It's yeah. it's and it's only PG-13, so I was, I was going to watch that with the kids. You think they... Uh, no, nah, there's like scenes that'll fuck your kids up, bro. Really? <laughs> there's like one scene where there's like this like red like woman or something. Yeah. And it's like this fat, like monster looking woman. And like that shit would mortify me as a child, bro. Mm. Like that was like legitimately scary. Okay. Um, but yeah, make your kids watch it. Fuck. Em. I will, Fuck <laughs> but it was dope as shit. I liked it a lot. Okay. It was really good. Cool. Um, I watched. Did you, you like UFC at all? I do, but I don't keep up with it. I don't. Yeah, but I where I work, we have UFC night all the time, so right. I've been following it because it's been just part of my. Job. I know this fight this past uh, weekend was a big deal. Yeah, so they had uh, Jorge Mas uh, Masvidal versus Nate Diaz. Yes. So, of all the UFC I've been watching, like I've kind of gotten like to know it pretty well just because it's present. Sure, I get it. Um, the entire time I've been watching UFC, those guys have been the two most impressive guys I've ever seen. Yeah. Like they beat the dog shit out of everybody. Right. Like those two guys are not fucking around. They're both hood as fuck. That's why this was like a big deal. They are both hood as fuck. Well, I mean, it's also a big deal because Nate Diaz was the baddest motherfucker. Didn't champion. he beat didn't he and beat uh Connor McGregor? Yes. He was that guy. Okay. Yeah, and he had the batter, baddest motherfucker championship belt. I saw whatever. that belt. I didn't know and that that was a real thing. I think it's new. Okay. But, um so he has this belt and yeah. at the end of his last fight, he came out and basically said, like I want Jorge Masvidal. Okay. And they were like, why him? And he was like, because he's the baddest motherfucker. And they were like, you have the belt. And he was like, yeah, well, I think he's the baddest motherfucker. So I want to fight him. Okay. And I was like, yo, that is fucking dope. That is some bad motherfucker shit right there. You're like, I think he's the baddest motherfucker. So I want to fight him. I like that. (laughs) I do like that. Uh, I've watched both of these dudes beat the dog shit out of everybody. And these two dudes fought. I want a bunch of money. I bet on Masvidal. He won. Okay. Uh, He beat the dog shit out of Nate Diaz. Really? Like, beat the living dog shit out of him. And, and he, now problem. he has the baddest motherfucker belt. He does. But, like, the shit that made me mad, first of all, they stopped the fight. That's how it ended. Was they I, stopped I, the fight I did hear there's some controversy there. It. I don't think it's controversy. Like, he had a big giant gash in his eye. And Can't his, be having uh, that his shit. His eyebrow was, like, falling down in front of his eye. He couldn't see. Yeah. And he's bleeding everywhere. And they're like, there's way worse cuts that people have had and they have stopped fighting. I'm like, where do you draw all, the line though? Well, first of all, Nate Diaz is an asset to them. Right. He's like one of their biggest fighters. Yeah. So like, of course they want to protect that. They don't want him getting fucking damaged. Right. Second of all, his fucking face was falling off. I'm like <laughs> his face was falling off and he was getting the dog shit beat out of him. And there was no signs that, that was going to change. He was going to keep getting the dog shit beat out yeah. of him. Um, 
it was a really good fight though. I like for somebody that doesn't really care about UFC, I really enjoyed that fight. It was the most fun UFC fight I've ever watched. Cool. I've, I've watched dope. my fair share of great fights, you know, and that that seemed like it was one the one to watch as of late, and I completely skipped it. But I, I did hear a lot of buzz about it. That I know. Masvidal guy is fucking wild, bro. Yeah, I hear he's oh, the shit. I've never man. seen him fight. I don't think he looks. You, you seen True, uh, True Romance? I, um, yeah. He looks like Drexel. Well, I've seen I've seen what he looks like, so I don't I don't I don't remember what Drexel looks Drexel like. Drexel is the drug dealer. Is it White Boy Day? I don't remember. He <laughs> looks like Drexel every time I see him. Like there's Drexel out there fighting people. <laughs> I seen Trump was there. Yeah, I seen he. I seen a picture of Dana. I seen a picture of Dana White tweeted with like him and Trump like chilling backstage like on a couch watching it and shit. Like what the fuck are you doing, Dana White? Why are you like being like all chummy, uh, chummy and buddy buddy with fucking Trump? What are you don't, doing? Wouldn't you imagine that UFC like. There's a lot of fucking Trumpies that love UFC. Oh, yeah. You would assume so. Like, that's probably a good business decision for him. I, he's running a business. I get what he's doing. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, I'm sure but then he got his booed. audience caters. Yeah, that was the hilarious thing. Is like, this seems like Donald Trump's world, and nope, they hate him, too. But U- UFC fans are also Joe Rogan fans, too. And I know Joe Rogan is very vocal, vocally anti-Trump. That's fair. You know? So I mean it's it's a it's an interesting cross section. It's it's yeah. I, I am to for to your point, I'm shocked that he would have got booed there. You that know? does not seem like the place he should be getting booed. I know. I see he got booed at the World Series and that was That made sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I expect him to get booed at the World Series. I don't expect him to get booed at UFC two forty four. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, for real. All but, right. Yeah. Okay. Good cool. fight though. It was it was a really good fight. Glad to hear it, man. That sounds sweet. That baddest motherfucker belt is cool. The thing is, that I'm, I'm glad they have shit like that. Jorge <laughs> so cool. Masvidal is pretty fucking cool. I mean, I think Nate Diaz is pretty fucking cool, too. I think he's kind of a fucking... Bro, Nate Diaz got the dog shit beat out of him, and the whole time he was like, let's keep fighting. And I was like, you're a thug, bro. Yeah, he is a... Yeah. Yeah. He ain't my type of people, though. Like, he seems like a kind of guy I would not want to, like, hang around. No, nah, they both seem like they'd be my friends. They're both, like... <laughs> they're both hood as fuck, bro. Both of them. Like... The whole time I'm watching them like talk and shit, and I'm like, ugh, it was I don't know, it was just weird, but it was cool to see how, like how much they really respected each other. Okay, like it was like a total like I hate you because I have to hate you, but I respect right. you because you're good at what you do and I'm good at what I do, and there's not many of us, and like they had this like admiration for each other. No, that's that what's up. Dope. I appreciate that. I, it I made it that. way more fun for me to watch. Yeah, I love that because there's a, you know before the fights there's always trash talking and fu- well, all kinds of fake. shit. Yeah, they're always like faking it to sell the fight. Like right. these guys were completely serious. About but everything. they'll they'll be completely serious, but then they'll duke it out, and then after the fight it's just kind of like all love, you know, because yeah. it's done and over with. You know, well, what like I mean? that's other, usually how that shit works out. The other thing too is Masvidal at his last fight, he like set a record for the quickest knockout in UFC history. It was five well, seconds. That was the Ben Askren, right? It was I, like I saw a gif of that. He just. As soon as the bell rang, he sprinted at him. <laughs> and the dude ducked, and he just jumped up and kneed him in the face, yeah, and he was out. I've seen that shit. And so at the, when this fight started, right at the beginning, Masvidal started sprinting at him. And he pretended. And Diaz, yeah, and Diaz <laughs> ducked, <laughs> and Masvidal started laughing at him. And then there was like one point where like Masvidal's beating the dog shit out of him, and Nate Diaz laying on his back, and Nate Diaz kicked, Mas, or kicked Masvidal in the stomach, and Masvidal stopped in the middle of fighting him and went... He's like pretending. Like making fun of him. I heard about that. He's like, that shit was savage, bro. Like, he was clowning him the whole time. I love that shit, man. That's good shit. That, bro, that, he that's, beat the dog shit out of those, him. That kind of shit is why people watch UFC. It's not even about always about, like, the fight. You know, it, it's the it's the everything else, the aura around the fight. You know what I mean? That fight was like real life wrestling. Yeah. That's what it was. Right. It was like watching wrestling. It was theatrical and yeah. everything. But it was like... Two real bad motherfuckers that are gonna beat the yeah. dog shit out of each other, and they literally went about as bad yeah. As but I mean, it was it was like watching wrestling, but it was real. Yeah, it that's cool. what's up. It was very cool. They should have Froggy Fresh come out and sing a song. Uh 
am the, the baddest of them all. All right. That should have been one of their theme songs. It should have. Oh, you know what? Spe- real quick, speaking of him, he released a new album last week. I did not know that. It's, it's called Renee. It's all him just singing. So it's not his. No, nope, it's, it's Spy- not Froggy Fresh. It's, it's Tyler, Tyler Cassidy. Cassidy yeah. But it's actually good. It's good shit. Yeah, his songs are sweet. Yeah, it's dope. It's like it's a, a lot of the songs are about like daddy and mommy. You know, like it's like some old school sounding shit. But it's it's dope. I like, think he's a talented musician. He he really is. I highly recommend it. Check it out okay, for sure. All right, we're gonna get into some things that I played because I got a bunch. Okay, go ahead. Beat Link's Awakening, and it was fucking great. Was that your first experience with that with Link's Awakening? It was not my first experience. It's the first time I beat it. Okay. Uh, when I was a kid, I had it on the Game Boy. Okay. But I only could beat like the first two dungeons before I got stuck and couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Okay. I, st- I went in and finished it. I still haven't finished it. I'm on like the fourth or fifth ju- dungeon. Bro, it was so good. It mm. was so, so, so good. And I was really surprised by how good it was. Yeah. Um, the one thing I will say, though, is the way that game is set up. First of all, they obviously, because it was on the Game Boy, they designed that game in a way to make it feel bigger than it was. Right. Like blocking certain areas off and yeah. opening them up to you later mm-hmm. and stuff, uh, but, but that's that's classic no, Zelda. No, shit. I think I think it's, I thought it was impressive, but I do think there's a lot of points in that game. Like, how could you ever possibly know what you had to do without looking it up? There's like a bunch of points in that game where like hmm. I had to look up. Like, you finish a dungeon and you don't even know what to do now. Hmm. Well, well usually I, I the owl will come and like sometimes, tell you. sometimes. But there's like one point where like I had to go find a cave on the beach like a random wall and blow it yeah. up and go in there and get something and i was like how would i ever fucking know this yeah that, like how that kind of shit i think you only get through like info from npcs or some shit you know what i mean like i guess i think a lot of that stuff is like that but we- there was like three or four times where i was like legitimately <laughs> like if i didn't look it up i don't think i ever would have figured out where i was going yeah i will tell you the g- one good thing about that game is which i don't remember in the game boy v- version is the the whole like warping around the yeah i don't think that was a thing in the original game boy one and thank fucking god they added that dude because just going from one side of the map to the other, it doesn't take too long, but it's such a pain it in the ass. Tedious, yeah, yeah, like constantly having to fight the same goddamn enemies every time you walk through the, to the next screen. So they added this warp element, which is very handy. And again, I don't remember if that was in the original. It's been so long. Um, the one I will tell you, the one thing I remember from the original that I fucking hated that I haven't got this far in the game yet, and you're gonna confirm to me if it's still a pain in the ass right now is in i think it's the last dungeon it's the one that's maybe the next to last one the one that's actually like on the last the, two were significantly harder than every other dungeon the, in the, game. the one that's in the mountain and you have to throw the big cannonball at the pillars yep. oh my fucking god that dungeon is a pain in the ass yep the last the two dungeons were both very difficult just finding like where to throw the ball like at the pillars to, to like knock go it down up thing and throw it down and then come yes. around a different way and pick the ball up. Yeah, it was that was like water temple esque annoying, like to me back in the I day. I think that's the second to last, and there's another one after. And <laughs> I thought the last two were both really hard. Yeah. Like they were aggravating. I didn't look anything up, but they took me time, bro. Yeah. Like um I didn't have to I don't know. I never looked any other dungeons up or anything. Like I beat all those normal, but okay. like the the last two dungeons were substantially harder than the first six. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was weird how like simple it was, and then it just like ramped up real fucking fast. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like that's kind of like a Zelda ish. The, fin- the, the final boss though was fucking annoying. Bro. I don't remember. Basically, the final boss fighting like the nightmare. Okay. Like, cause it's Link's Awakening. Yes. And you're mm-hmm. on the windfish and everything. So you're fighting the nightmare, except for like, 
you fight a boss and then you beat it and it just changes into a different boss and it happens like five times yeah like five times you're like <laughs> fighting five bosses back to back and it was like it was cool for a little bit but then it just became like tedious as fuck yeah and i was like i had to do it like six times yeah. i kept like dying like on the fourth round the fifth round it was like <laughs> Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, just let me be done already. Yeah. It was too much. I will say that um, uh, some of the boss fights were, like, ridiculously easy. Like, the first few, especially, I was like, that was fucking it? I thought that was, like, a mid-stage boss. I forgot. I like, the first, like, the first six dungeons were easy. Yeah. And then the last two were, like, harder than shit. <laughs> I did have a hard... One thing, I, I actually got stuck on that game, which, and I legit had to look it up because I could not figure out how to fucking beat him was... I think on the maybe the fourth dungeon, the one that's in the water, um, you have to fight a Stalfos, like the skeleton that breaks apart. Yes. I could not figure out how in the fuck to beat him. Like, I threw my bomb at him, and he would, like, crumble, and then I'd go up and start hitting him, and it wouldn't do shit. I'm like, okay. Like, but I found out you just gotta be... I think... If, I must say, I remember the boss, and I didn't look it up, but I don't remember how I beat him either. I, I he was just like a mid stage, but you had to fight him four times. Right? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. You have to go to the, you have to do go to certain rooms, and that was annoying order. as fuck. Yes, but yeah, I figured that out pretty quick. That yeah, was same. like, oh, there's there's little blocks to tell. But I I couldn't figure out how to actually beat him. I was like, oh, maybe I gotta get the bow. So I literally like left the the dungeon, went and earned nine hundred fucking rupees by yep. cutting down bushes, bought the fucking bow, went back, and it still didn't do shit. I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing wrong. Right. But I eventually figured. I think it was just you had to throw a, a bomb at him, and then like. Oh, another, another bomb. bomb. Yeah, I think that was, was it. I think you blow him up, and then when he's falling, you have to set a bomb in his like, yes. bones, and it hurts him. Yeah. What a pain in the ass. But yeah. nevertheless, I, I love the game. I haven't finished it, but... I did think it was really impressive, though. Good. I really enjoyed it. I, I mean, I, I think it's a cl Zelda classic. Like, if you like Zelda games, you owe it to yourself to play that fucking game. I liked it a lot. It Hell really yeah. Good. That's what's up. All right. Um, moving on from there. Well, well, you give it? Eight out of ten? Nine out of ten? I give it an eight out of ten. Yeah. Um... I give it. I'd probably give it a nine out of ten, man. I I fucking love that game. I haven't finished it, but I I, I have such nostalgia for the original too. And they, I always say it's one of my favorite. Zelda it looks games. so pretty too. Yeah, like it was so nice. And mm -hmm. The remaster was so good. Um, they did a great job with it. I will say, moving on from there, then I played a bunch of Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I just went back to Breath of the Wild, and I know we've talked about this before, so I won't live here too long. But like, bro, that is such an amazing, awesome game. Yeah, it's a feat. I cannot believe <laughs> that they would settle that game with the kind of cumbersome problems that it has. Yeah. Because it's so good. You just mean the, the crafting yeah, and the, the breakable breaking? Yeah, the weapons and like, like, there's just a handful of things that they could have changed about that game that would have taken that from one of the most impressive games I've ever played to quite arguably the best game I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I feel that. Like, there's just a little handful of changes they could have made that would have just made it amazing. Maybe they'll kind of tweak some of that shit in uh, Breath of the Wild, too. I mean, I just... The only things I want, like, don't make all my shit break all the time because that is it takes all excitement away from like I found a cool weapon yeah. this will be gone 12 enemies later Wait, yeah that's true but do, do they eventually I, I, I'll i be honest I never beat Breath of the Wild I got three of the four dungeons beat and then never fought Ganon um, but um, do they do you ever get a weapon that isn't breakable you isn't, get the master sword I got the master sword the but master sword will break but the, it, it regenerates that's right yeah. So I guess that's their maybe their answer to that, but that's not acceptable. That's ridiculous. Like like, like I said, like it's <laughs> oh, I got a great flame blade. This is awesome. Four enemies later, it's gone. Yeah. Like 
it just makes it not exciting for me. Well, I mean, can, the other thing is they should have had traditional dungeons. If yeah. there was a water temple and a fire temple and all that shit, it would have been way cooler than having the divine beasts. Yeah. I think that was an interesting way to do it in an open world setting. You know, I think they, they did a great job of incorporating that, but I do, I do uh, share your sentiment that I, I, I personally prefer a more traditional dungeon. Like if they, you just walk through the door and boom, you're in the dungeon. You know what I mean? They could have done the divine beast in like a little side game or something that wasn't so like breath of the wildy. Like when you're making this big, amazing thing, you should have done traditional. Yeah. Uh, but like, I think there's just a handful of things that they could have changed. And that could have been like hands down mm. without question, the best game I've ever played. And they just really fucking dropped the ball in my opinion. Oh, that's a shame, man. but it is so good. I mean, yeah, they, everything else they did, I mean, it's it's perfect. It's, it's it is great. It's close to perfect. It really. Like is. I, said, I just want to touch on that again because I was replaying that and I was just thinking the whole time, like, why would they do this? <laughs> One of these days, I'll get back to that too. All right, I played another horror game called Moons of Madness that just came out. Hmm. It's a Lovecraftian uh, horror game. What'd you get that on? Uh, PC. Um, was it in a humble bundle or something? No, I bought it. It just came out. Okay. Um, it is basically you're on a space station on Mars, and um. Uh, Shit's regular. And I love it. Shit starts going crazy. I love it. Bro, it is so fucking good. <laughs> yeah. It is so fucking good. I love this game. I watched all the reviews and everybody said it was like, okay. They had all these things with it. Like, is it like just an interactive story? Kind of. Like, I, I get that vibe from it already. <laughs> there's no fighting. Like, okay. you don't have any weapons or anything, but like, it's a lot of psychological horror. Like, the dude's kind of crazy. He can't mm. tell what's real, what's not. And then there's like the moons of Mars or like, fucking with shit and like it's going into his backstory his mom was crazy and like it'll flash like you'll end up back in your childhood home solving puzzles I and mean, it's mostly puzzles is what it is um there's a few points where you like kind of have to like dodge an enemy or whatever but okay you're never like being actively chased at a point that no i dig it like, I, I like this kind of shit bro this game was so so awesome this looks like it would be good in vr bro it was so great i loved it it was so atmospheric. The story was good. Like, oh, shit. This was a dope fucking game. And I'm like kind of bitter that all the reviews were so eh on it because I really liked it a lot. Moons of Madness. Yeah, it was great, bro. It looks cool. It I mean, was, it looks very fucking creepy. Bro, it was so good. Oh, and like, God. this is something like it is definitely a horror game. It looks too but, like, scary You for could me. probably play it because it's not like <laughs> it's not like having like Tyrant from Resident Evil 2 chasing. You. Okay. It's like you're solving puzzles. And just like a creepy environment. There's like a boss or two, you know what I'm saying? But like, it was not anything you couldn't play. Okay. It was fucking awesome. Sounds dope, bro. It was so good. I highly recommend it. I loved it. It was like the movie The Martian if it turned into a horror movie. Oh, that's tight. That's what it was like. I like it. It was great. Um, I played an outer space game. What'd you play? Outer Worlds. The new one? Mm Mm-hmm. The Obsidian one? Mm Mm-hmm. It's on Game Pass. Ooh, would you think? Because I've been wanting to buy it. I put I put about an hour into it so far. Barely played it. Like I, we created the character. My, I, I was trying to get Tara to play with me. I was like, <laughs> "Come on, play with me." And right. Like she wouldn't, but um, she helped me create the character. And like I started the story. Like made my way to the first like little village and started collecting some side missions and um, you know, just kind of getting my bearings, and getting the hang of things, and see what the story is. The story is pretty cool so far. Like I love the graphics. Like. The, the graphics are terrible. Really? You heard it was terrible? You you think it's terrible? I mean, from what I've seen, they look kind of terrible. Too. I think they look I great. Think colors and everything look good. I think the character models and all that look super dated. No, I think they look cool, man. Like They look pretty good to me. I don't know. but um, It looks so much like Fallout New Vegas, bro. 
I didn't play New Vegas, but I don't like know. it looks like a game from ten years ago. I mean, I'm accept- it's acceptable. I didn't think any. Let's put it like this: I didn't know much about it going in, and I I played it, and I was like, oh, this looks fucking great. It's not boring entry for me. I love Fallout New okay. Vegas is one of my favorite games ever. Like, there's no question about it. I'm gonna play this game. Well, personally, I think it looks cool. I mean, it looks fine. Um, but um, I collected some missions, did a few side things, shot a few like fucking robots and a few uh marauders and shit like that. You know, it's it feels good. I I like the. Like I said, I like the graphics. I love the colors. Like it's, it's um like one thing that's I've always seen about Fallout. I'm not, I don't have a lot of experience with it, but it's very like just dreary. You know, like everything's just kind of gray and brown. Yep. And where this game is like everything's pink and purple and blue and like yeah, really like vibrant. You know, which I like. I really like. I like it when games are real colorful too. Um, but like that's that's all I gotta say about it. I mean, it is very you ever cool. Lego Batman. No, I didn't. I remember the first time I played that, I was just amazed at how colorful it was. Mm. Like, like that really made it. It left an impression on me. Like, obviously, I'm talking about it now, yeah, yeah. 15 years later or whatever. But like, like wow, the colors. Like, yeah, I love that shit. Yeah, I do too. Um, and that that's kind of like what No Man's Sky does for me uh, uh, to an extent too. So, I mean, I was getting a lot of like No Man's Sky kind of vibes when I was playing it and shit like that, just because that's my frame right. of reference right now. Um, but um, very like. Very in depth, like I mean, a very Skyrim-y as far as menus and um, you know all right. kinds of settings and like allocating skill points and perks and all kinds it of shit. It looks so good to me, bro. It, it is. I'm I'm excited to continue. Let's just say that. Like I, I definitely it left a good first impression. I'm gonna keep diving in, and I hope to get you know 30, 40 hours of gameplay. They out of said it. they said it's like 30, 40 hours long. They basically said cool. it's not as big as a Fallout or a Skyrim or something like okay. that. Okay, like. Basically, it's a really big, deep game for somebody that has kids. Okay. Like, it's finishable. Cool. You know what I, I'm dig, I dig it. I like that. Yeah, I'm looking forward <laughs> to continue. Continuing. Um, I will say that the reason I haven't gotten that game is because it's an Epic Game Store exclusive. Ah, uh, lame. And I want it on PC. Yeah. You can pirate but, it. <laughs> but well, that'll just help us segue into my next subject. <laughs> um, I download the Epic Store. Okay. Now, I've been boycotting Epic, right? Because yeah. I don't want to fuck with the Epic Store. Oh, but by the way, they do give away free games every couple they weeks, do. which is cool. But I downloaded the Epic Store because I just found out. I don't know how I missed this. But you know I love Unreal Tournament. We've talked about that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I love Unreal Tournament. And I've wanted a new Unreal Tournament so bad for so long. I've still been playing Unreal Tournament 3 from 2007 or something. Still okay. to this day. Like, it's in my favorites game on my <laughs> Steam. I play it all the time. Um, and I found out that in 2014 they made a new Unreal Tournament game. Mm. It's only on the Epic Store. Mm. It's not finished, so it's free. Mm. It's just always in pre-alpha. So I found out that I could get this for free if I just download the Epic Store. Mm. To which I figured, fuck it. I can get the Epic Store, not fucking pay them anything, and still play the game I want. And I'm still living in my boycott world, right? Fuck yeah. Like I didn't have to sacrifice anything. So I downloaded the fucking Epic Store. And I got Soma for free because that was already just mm-hmm. one of their free games. So and like, Costume oh, cool. Quest, did you get that too? No. You should have. Uh, that game's tight. Well, I'll probably never play Soma either, but I just added it to my library. Mm. But I got Unreal Tournament and I started playing that shit. And? Bro, that shit is fucking amazing. Really? It's so good. I played, I probably put 40 hours into it. God damn. Like I played a lot of <laughs> Unreal Tournament. Okay, cool. I, I really love Unreal I've Tournament. I've never played I, any Unreal like, Tournament. It's weird because it's not done. So like yeah. some levels you go into and they're pretty as fuck and look amazing and you're like, oh yeah, new Unreal Tournament, this is great. And then you go to the next level and it's like N64 graphics because <laughs> it's just placeholders because they haven't finished it. Oh, that's interesting. That's cool though. You yeah, it's kind of tight, bro. Like, and it's Neat. so deep. It's got so much to it. It's so good. It has a story? 
I thought it, it was always it just multiplayer. It's just multiplayer. It's like okay. an arena shooter. So it's just multiplayer, but it has like offline with bots. It has single player challenges. Hmm. It has like, I've been playing offline and you can still level up offline and unlock stuff. Oh, that's what's like, up. Bro, it's so good. It's If you like Unreal Tournament, it's fucking great and you should download that. It's free and I have like dumped 40 hours into it. Dope. Like it's so good. I love it. Okay. Yeah. And I still didn't have to give Epic any money, so yeah, I feel great up. about that. Oh, I won't. T- I won't talk too much about it because I don't have much to say. But I do. I do have the new Call of Duty. Do you? Mm-hmm. What do you have to I was say? About it? On Xbox. I heard it was really cool. The graphics are incredible. I mean, it's it's Does really it amazing. Feel different because it's got a new engine finally. Um, it feels. I mean, I, I'm not super versed on like recent Call of Duties, but it feels good. I mean, I don't know. It feels just like Call of Duty to me. Is it just Game Pass? That how you got it? Um, no, actually, me and Shane uh, went in Bought on it. it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, everybody at my work like won't shut the fuck up about playing it, so I was like, all right, I'll join you guys. Did you, you get know? it on PlayStation? I got it on Xbox. Okay, because see, this is the reason I don't want to buy it. I do want to buy it because mm-hmm. like my buddy Justice that I play with all the time, he's like been raving about it, mm-hmm. and I want to be able to just play with my friends, and I really like the last Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do kind of want it, except... I'm feeling conflicted because Call of Duty did this thing where they added a game mode only to the PlayStation version for the first year. Mm. Then it unlocks for everybody else, except for the problem with that is you're going to make me pay for the game. You're going to withhold a portion of the game from me and you're going to unlock it for me right as the next Call of Duty comes out and nobody plays it anymore. Right. Yeah, that's kind of some horseshit on Activision's If it was two months or something, three months, I could have dealt with that. The whole year thing, Mm -hmm. like I know there's going to be another Call of Duty next year. Yeah. Like they do I that shit with Destiny too. That man. shit it's so feels annoying. scammy as fuck to me, bro. That is because I want to play it on PC. Mm. So you're gonna make me pay the same price on PC and miss a third of the game or whatever? I will say the whole like section of the game that I can't play. That's what bullshit, is what bro. is the game mode though? Do it's you some kind know? of Spec Ops or something? I think it's exclusive to PlayStation. Who gives a fuck? I give a fuck because if it's Spec Ops, like I'm thinking of like Modern Warfare Spec Ops, that was my favorite part of the game. Mm. So okay. I really care. Well, I know this one has a campaign. Which I hear is ri- very good. I haven't played the campaign. I heard yet. the campaign was the best part about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, the multiplayer, like I, I will say this about the multiplayer of any Call of Duty I've ever played, it's the quickest. Like I can hop right into a lobby and be in a game. I can turn my Xbox on and be in a game within like a couple of minutes, which is pretty fucking impressive. Yeah, that is. Because typically I, I'm used to fucking Destiny, which takes a couple minutes to even load the title, a yeah. couple minutes to load into the planet a couple minutes you know it's it's constant waiting where this one like boom it can get you right in so that's been what's up um, but it's cool i'm looking forward to continuing trying it i've been enjoying call of duty mobile more than that though i've See, still been playing the shit out of that i haven't tried that yet but like <laughs> i do feel conflicted about call of duty because i did want it like yeah. it's the first call of duty in years that i actively like felt like i want to buy this yeah and, and then they did that to me and i'm just like wait for it to go on sale then bro stick it to like, them that way i just want to be like you guys can go fuck yourself. Well, yeah. I mean, or I could wait six months and I'll probably be in a humble bundle again. There you go. Honestly, it probably you will. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's a good point. People will be tired of it by then. I so. just like, I feel so conflicted. Mm. Like my general principle stances always get me. I feel it. Um. All right. I played another game. What? It's another new game. Just came out. What? It's called the Dark Pictures Anthology Man of Medan. Oh, Jesus Christ. What is it? The Dark Pictures <laughs> Anthology Man of Medan. Just type Man of Medan. It'll pop right up. Um, what it is <coughs> is basically the people that make. Uh, it's on PlayStation. I think it's on. Uh, right now, it's only on PC. It comes out on PlayStation. I think in January. Oh, okay. Um, it's super massive game. So it's Until Dawn. Oh, cool. Those people. Yeah. They just made another Until Dawn type game, except okay. for it's like a new story and a new setting. You're on a ship uh, with pirates, but then it turns out to be a ghost ship, and it's just like a playing a movie game, just like Until Dawn. Oh, that's what's uh, up. This shit was awesome. Fucking great. 
Yeah. Loved it. And it's not, it's because it's a shorter game. They, they're uh, doing $30. Okay, that's cool. So it's not like the full buy-in price. It was I like it so when they do good. that shit. You get to choose all the different things that change who lives and who dies and everything. It was really fucking good. It's just like Until Dawn. So if anybody's played Until Dawn, you like that shit, it's the same shit. Okay. I love it. Um, it was fucking great. The acting was good. It looks cool. Character models great. Everything was great. I highly recommend it. Um, I get the impression that Dark Pictures Anthology is what they're doing now, where they're going to do a bunch of different stories. When I beat this one at the end, there was like, wait for the next one. And I had like a preview, like a movie trailer for the next Dark Pictures Anthology. It was like about witches or something. Oh, cool. So it's all like in this kind of um, universe almost. I don't even know that they're the same universe. I think it's just like... Just different stories. Different stories all tied together by the Dark And Until Dawn is one of them. Kind I mean, of. Until Dawn is the one that like got them super popular, and this is just like that. But this is the first one that I've seen is called Dark Pictures. Anthology. Ah, got it. That's, that's but it is. It might as well be, bro. It's just that's like fucking dope, dude. I love that they're doing that. That's a great idea for like a game series. Just keep anthology. Each one's same, similar engine, similar game style, similar. Well, they feel. also at the end of it, they have a documentary, The Orlock. Yeah, that I watched, and it's about anthologies and horror and how those things have like been intrinsically connected oh, wow. for, for hundreds of years like short stories and movies will have like VHS you know what I'm saying they're like anthologies oh and this and, says it's co-op yeah so you so like both of us could play this together and like play different characters and make different decisions oh that's tight bro it was so good I loved it, it highly awesome. recommend this is another one that was only 30 that's what's up yeah great fucking loved it <clears throat> highly recommend really good horror games this Halloween I was really really happy cool. with it um all right. We're almost at the end of my list here. Okay. We're getting there. Um, I got a game on PC for five bucks, four ninety nine. What was it? It's called Battle Royale Trainer. Okay. And the reason I bought it is because it appeared to be the only battle royale that you get with offline bots. Okay. Which is not really what it is. <laughs> okay. Part of me wanted to request a refund. Oh shit, really? But it was four ninety nine and I feel like I'll get four ninety nine out of it, so whatever. So but um uh, it basically, it just puts you in like a big ass room with a bunch of bots and you can just shoot them. <laughs> it's not very good. Bro. That sounds lame. I mean, you can get it to play like a battle royale with a s smaller circle and everything. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a real shit. Like why like, wouldn't you just play battle royale games? You know, fuck. Cause I always want to play offline, bro. Yeah. And, um, I mean, that seems, this is not like, this is like a big room, bro. Like you're seeing the whole map here. Like it's oh, not wow. like, like you see, that's the edge of the map. Right ah, there. I see. Like the whole thing. Lame. Um, not great, but just don't buy it. I, mean, I see what they're doing, but it's not very well executed. I don't recommend. All right. That sounds super gay if you don't yeah. mind me saying I mean, it so. was fun to get like a couple headshots for like 10 minutes, but then- Sounds gay as fuck if you ask yeah, me. It was, it was kind of gay, bro. It was pretty gay. <laughs> it was dicks and mouths. <laughs> All right, fuck that game then. Let's not even give it any more time. All right. The only other things that I got before we get to our big guy- is uh, last was part two was delayed. Did you see that? Yeah, till February. No, it wasn't February. Oh yeah, it was till May or some shit, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I did see that. So um, that I saw a bunch of people upset about this. I mean, it sucks, but it's no. I mean, I'd rather them do that than put out a I subpar would product. So much rather them um Good. delay that game and yeah. have it deliver it right. I, I I can wait another three months. I feel that as opposed to long. force it out and have it be disappointing. Right, like that game is too important. If you need to delay it, delay it. If you need to delay it, delay it. If you need to delay it another two years, delay it. Get it right. Yeah. I I want that game desperately, but I want it right. I don't want it wrong. Yeah, for for sure. Can we agree there? For sure, okay. yeah. But that, they did just announce the 
release date in February and then like a month later change it. Like that was so quick. Yeah. Like how, how, how do they find that much shit to, that they need to fix? It's going to take another three months. You know what I mean? That's yeah. pretty shocking considering yeah. it's this close to being out already. That's weird. Oh, well, I mean, good for them. Hopefully they squash them fucking bugs and we can get a sweet dope uh, classic out of it. You know? I'll pay him an extra. I'll, I'll pay him a hundred dollars for that game instead of sixty if it's worth it. Just yeah. make it good. Just, just really nail that, bro. Like right. that's all I care about. Make it worth it. I feel that. Um, all right. Now let's let's get to the real shits, bro. Yeah. Well, um, did you have before we? Uh, did you have any other TV shows you needed to touch on or anything? You know, I will say that I think I've watched some stuff, but like nothing we need to talk about. The only other thing I'll mention is I watched Creep Show. The movie? The well, there's an old movie, but there's a new show called Creep Show. It's only on Shutter, which is like the horror Netflix. Um, I downloaded it and allegedly and watched it. First episode is fucking dope. Like, yeah, very, very tight. I think you would like. It has um Tobin, what's his Tobin name? Bell. Tobin Bell's in it, and uh, Giancarlo Esposito's in it. Dude who played uh, what's his name on um Breaking Bad? The bad guy. I have his face gets. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. He's about. in it. Um, but Gus Fring. Gus, yes. Um, highly recommended, dude. It's a it's an anthology. The for each episode okay. has like that's two, what the movie is. Yeah. Each episode has like two stories, and uh, I just watched the first episode to see what you think. It legitimately was like some of the creepiest shit I've seen like okay. in a long time. Right. <laughs> highly recommend it. Um, all right. But other than that, I've been waiting all week to. F- to we fucking- saved it. We saved it to like really <laughs> head this off, bro. I know. I want to talk about uh, rhythm and flow. Yeah. I did too. Um, we recommended this. Well, I recommended this show to you a couple episodes ago. Um, the last time we did an episode, which was a couple weeks ago, only four episodes were out at that time. Yep. And uh, I had only watched one of them. And then the next week, you had come back and said you had watched the rest of them, I think. I had watched everything that was current, up to current. So you'd watched all four, and I still was only like one or two in. But um, you were telling me, you were talking to me about the four episodes. Then literally, like that night, they I think. They dropped the rest of them. They dropped the rest of the fucking series. Which was great. I mean, that gave, awesome. gave me something to watch, you know? I thought they were going to drop one episode and then drop like four. And That's I what like, I thought. <laughs> but yeah, you find out the f- the f- winner. Like that, that night, we found out the winner. Yeah. Um, but I, I like binged it over the next like couple nights. I binged it that day. Like <laughs> went and finished it. Was done. Um, so I called, I pretty much called the final four. Like I told Tara, I was like, it's going to come down to these four for sure. Um, which I was D smoke. By the way. Yeah, well, spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. Um, the final four is D Smoke, Flawless, um, uh, Troy Man, and what was the girl's name? Her name was. Uh... I mean, I want to give her props because she, she was dope. Hold on, I got it. Hold on. I really liked her from the very beginning. I like, liked all of them. Like the first time I saw her, I was like, oh, yeah, she is fucking great for this competition. Um, she was in that fucking like checkered outfit. She looked all good with her big ass booty in the back. You're a lesbian? I, I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, this chick's got it all. Like, she fucking looks good. She's fucking got the stage presence. She can flow her ass London off. London B. London B. Yeah, she was dope. So that was the final four. Um, were you disappointed? Or let's let's talk first of all about like the competitions, like that they they that led up to the the finale. So like, like when we last spoke about this, I said like flawless was obviously like the heavy favorite for me because I was familiar with him and I knew right. what he could do. It was like, I don't really know that anybody could fuck with him like that. And at that time I hadn't even seen flawless yet. All right. All right. So now that like, like if we jump halfway through the show, sure. like let's say we jump up to the rap battles. Yes. We've seen the rap battles now. 
Does he not look like the heavy oh, favorite? Dude. He looks like the heavy favorite. Flawless murder. He said, beans. fuck you and everybody in this competition. <laughs> like, he said, I only eat. A Puerto Rican, I've been eating beans my whole life. Ugh, that shit was so he nasty. Was going ape shit, like, bro. I, I legitimately felt bad for beans. Cause I felt bad for her because <laughs> I thought she could have been one of the like final four or right, something. Right. She could have. She just got paired up with Flawless and got yeah. hit. I mean, that was just a, it was a, it was like, a, she could have gone deeper had she not been paired up with flawless. Yeah. That was a disaster. Like putting her with him. Like it made her look like a fucking. Chunk. No, but it also, no, you know what it did do <laughs> is it gave that show one of its best moments because the two of them battling was yeah. one of the best moments of the whole show yep. because they were both so good. I agree. Like she was really good too. That was like a great battle. Yeah. Let's put it like this. I don't even hardly remember the other, some of the other battles. I will tell you, I was, a, I was upset that, um, uh, what's her name? Um, Big Mouth, whatever her name was. Big Mouth Bo, when she was acting all fucking crazy. Yeah, she I was pissed like, kick her the fuck off the yeah. show, bro. Kick they, her the fuck out of here. They were all even I like, thought she should have won the battle, except for with all that extra shit she was doing, I would have yep, disqualified her. I, I agree. Get the fuck out of here. The other girl she was up against, she was I can't remember that girl's name, but the, with the dreads and the yeah. glasses. She could spit and she has talent and potential. Um, Big Mouth Bo, like, she has a little more of like an attitude, which maybe is what they're looking for, but she completely ruined that battle. Like, I agree. I, I think she should have lost for I her thought attitude. I should have threw her ass the fuck um, out. That said, like she, ne she never did a single thing that impressed me. To be honest, Big Mouth Bo. She was like, all right. I thought she, she was, just wasn't great. Ever. I thought she was legit, like one of my least favorite people in the whole. If competition. they're putting Big Mouth Bo on that show, I can be on that show. bro. Yeah, absolutely, Easy. absolutely. You would body her. I think outside of like, <laughs> I thought the top four were real strong. Yeah, I think outside of them, like. I don't know that most of the other people could fuck with me on their best day. I, and I'm not trying to be arrogant or like no, I make this it. about me. I'm just saying like no one else I was wasn't impressive. super impressed with a lot of them. Let's talk about so the, the battles flawless was the hands down like he would have bodied anyone in that entire competition at that point. If they would have put him up against D Smoke, he would have won. Yes. Absolutely. He really would have. And you know what? I think like they per I think they purposely picked people like they knew weren't really gonna Come I think hard. they should. It's like seating in a playoff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I think they should. Except for I feel like they kind of dropped the ball by putting uh, beans against yeah. Flawless because she should have been around longer. Yeah, I agree. She should have been. In I the thought top she was eight. one of the better comp competitors in the show. So that competition knocked it down to like the top eight, I think. Yeah. And was that when they did the music videos? Mm -hmm. Um, I will they, say no. They went from that to. Yeah, it was music videos, then it was the samples. And then it did the um, uh, feature. Right? Yeah, they had a f that was the next to last competition was the feature where they, yeah. they paired him up with an R&B artist. Yeah. Um, so anyways, um, let's go so let's Man, back. D-Smoke lit that one up. Yes, too. he did. Yes, he Bro, did. Like, just to, all right, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say the music videos, the, we were down in the top eight. There was one white guy left, the Sam, Sam B yourself. Yeah. Um, he, he Bro, was, but see, like, he's a good example. Like, he was a good rapper. Yes. He was, like, he was cool. But, like, for them to be holding that competition, he ain't that cool. No, he he didn't have, like, shit Like, he was cool. I didn't dislike him, but, That's like, same. he wasn't, he wasn't a star. He, like, I think um, Old Man Saxon should have made it over him. Old Man Saxon was a beast, bro. He was. He I, was a beast. I actually looked him up on Spotify. I meant to listen to the him. The shit about him, though, is, like, he was, like, such, like, he was, his whole little niche mm -hmm. was super dope. And unique. But also, it was, like... Also, why he was corny and not really that. 
Sure. He but, was never he was never a serious competitor right. to me because of that. But he's carving his own little groove that most no, he was dope. I he will was say dope. that um I, I went on uh, Spotify and started looking for some of these rappers after the competition and I found like a They have the soundtrack where you I, can listen to the songs from them. Yep, that's I, where I pulled up the London B name. Yeah, I, I actually found that and I listened to like the music videos that, one. I can't change, I can't change. Yeah. Bro, I put that shit on. Who's I was that? like, this shit, that's London B. Oh, okay. the music video? Yeah, that's fine. I was like, this shit goes, bro. I, my favorite music video of all the whole music videos. Don't get me wrong, D Smokes was tight, Flawless was tight, but it was D Smokes, bro. Dude, Caleb Colossus came hard on that competition. His, uh, bro, his shit, his song was really good. Yeah. His music video was good. The young black Michelangelo. Oh, yeah. that shit was so that I've been I've been good. bumping that song. Bro, that shit was good, <laughs> except for the issue. Like Caleb Colossus was a good example to me of somebody who was real good, but you could just tell the whole time he wasn't really that good. He has the he Caleb Colossus. And he also, did you notice that on two of the different competitions, both of his like records were Michelangelo. Oh no, I didn't notice. Like that. he had the young black Michelangelo, and then his next record was like Michelangelo, and I was like, hmm. "Why are you doing this again, bro?" I didn't catch that. He did like a Michelangelo thing all over again. Maybe, I was like, maybe he was, maybe that's his thing. But I mean, if that's the case, whatever, you know. I, but I think that Michelangelo song is very dope. It was dope, and the video was dope. Yeah, the video was. That was like of all the music videos, I think that was my favorite. I was like, this could put him in the top four. I even was like talking to Tara. I was like, man, like that shit was so tight. But no one else like. Even came up, came with shit like it was that hard. Like Troy Mans was pretty dope. Um, I liked how Troy like, Man didn't have a weak moment in the entire show. Hmm. He looked good the whole way. The only reason that Troy Man like ended up number four was because Troy Man he was like great, but never set himself apart. Right. That was right. the only issue he had. You're right. Like he made good songs. Yes. He sounded good. He can rap. He good. He had like a good image. He had a good flow. He like everything was good. Yeah. Except for he never did anything that like shot him to the front of the pack. Right. Yeah, you're right. I will say that his performance on the final episode He was, was like just another rapper. That was he was like the like the dopest I had seen him. And they even made that comment about like Troy Man, like you've made you're of people who have made the most, um, you know, jumps, leaps every week, like you're it, like yeah, he, which I agree. Like he made the the biggest, like, but he leaps. never. There was never a moment where he was like not good. Yeah, I agree. Like he was consistently dope, beginning to finish. Um, when it came down to final four, I will say that I I told my wife it's like it's gonna be a toss up between D Smoke and Flawless. That's what like, I said. But it is but gonna be you know so what, close. All right, if we're getting to the conclusion now, yeah, sure. Because again, just like I said before, they like very consistently. Uh, made the same decisions I would have made if oh, I was the judges. And by the way, D Smoke's sample song, I don't remember what it was or what he sampled, but that song was fucking tight. That's what the all moment of his, I, All of his songs were good. D Smoke <sighs> did, let's be very clear, D Smoke sounds exactly like Kendrick Lamar. No, does he? I, I like, don't listen to Kendrick. His content, like the way he sounded, like everything, mm. it was like listening to Kendrick Lamar. So if you like D Smoke, you would fucking love Kendrick Lamar. Okay. It was the same shit, bro. Cool. But, um, <laughs> So obviously I love D Smoke because yeah. I love Kendrick Lamar. Like yeah. I was super vibe with it the whole time. Hell yeah. Now, the whole time I was watching this shit, I was thinking like, Flawless is clearly the most polished. Mm -hmm. Flawless should win this. It got down to the final four. Then he played the last Wait, supper. Hold on, hold on. Bro, they play, <laughs> they they go get down to the final four. And when they started knocking them off, they're like, Troy Man, you gotta go. And yeah. I was like, as much as I like Troy Man, that's the right call. Sure. And they're like, London B, you gotta go. And I was like, as much as I like London B, that's yep. the right call. Obviously. And it got down to those last two. And I was thinking, you know what? As much as I really want Flawless to win this, D Smoke, if we're, if we're, if we're, if this is a competition mm -hmm. and we're looking at 
who beat who each round and shit. If we're taking Flawless's family record that he did yep. and Smoke's The Last which, Supper, which Flawless's family record was fucking dope. That was like I, that shit was dude, like emotional. I almost like, touched my tear. soul, like, bro. His kids like, are in the audience. It crying. was so good. It <laughs> that, was so good. It was incredible. But such a great moment. If we're being completely honest, these smoke should have won that competition, oh, bro. Dude, that last supper performance was some of the dopest shit I've ever seen. Bro, like he deserved a win, bro. <laughs> yeah. And like you knew Flawless knew too. Oh like, yeah. Flawless, as soon as they announced that Flawless came over, gave him the hug. You could tell he was emotional. Yeah. So he left the stage. And you know he was like a little upset, you know what I'm sure. saying? But like then it like panned to him backstage and he's smiling yeah. and watching him and shit. And it was like, that shit moved me, bro, because he knew. Yeah. He like you could make the argument that Flawless is a better rapper than D-Smoke. Right. But in every aspect of competition, yes. if you put those, he, like, D-Smoke deserved to win. Absolutely. That was the better performance. Absolutely. I even told my wife, I was like, I was like, I I, I think D-Smoke, I just, if you're, especially basing on off of that final performance, like, like you said, Flawless came so hard and it was amazing. But It was amazing. That, that last supper shit, like, it was like next level. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, especially when he did, like, he had the piano, then he did the breakdown. He's like, uh, you know, take your time. It's a long day. Like, you, you could tell D Smoke. Like, he reminded me of smoke, my, 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 my dude in Grindhouse, B Dot. Yeah. I could see B Dot in D Smoke, which is funny because they're both from California and shit. Mm. But, like, I could, the reason I say that is because I could tell that D Smoke had these qualities that B Dot has where, like, well, we'd be rehearsing and shit and we'd be writing songs. B Dot would do this thing where most rappers would be embarrassed of this. Yeah. B Dot didn't give a fuck. Like, B Dot knew what he was doing and he would, like, when we were practicing performing, he'd pick up like his phone, you know what I'm saying? Or like the remote control. And he'd like, he'd put himself there and he'd, you know what I'm saying? He'd envision himself and you could just see D smoke. Like he obviously in his mind has been there a thousand times. Yes. Like he knew this wasn't something he came up with on the spot. He has his entire life mm. been thinking about what he would do in these situations and everything. And he was there. He was, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he, he was living in a moment and it was impressive, man. Yeah. That shit was impressive as fuck. I I'll tell you, as soon as I, as soon as it was over, the moment it was over, I looked on Spotify, I looked up D smoke, looked up flawless. I even looked up London B. Um, I, I seen D smoke had a new album on there called Inglewood high. Yep, I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm going to, I've listened to it. It's fucking good. I mean, a lot of the songs doesn't are, shock me at all. Uh, so I'll, I'll admit that some of them don't, aren't really my cup of tea. There's only like seven or eight songs on it, but a few of them are very dope. Um, I don't think any of them are doper than Last Supper. Like that song is fucking awesome. That song is transcendent, though. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, and I think uh, uh, the song also speaks to me more because I saw it like happen. You know what I mean? Like right. in that competition, like it, it just it resonated with me, and especially in that moment, like man, yeah. like he, I remember the. I can only imagine the how fucking good that must have felt you know what i mean he he did that and all the judges were like Whew. yeah wow well i mean to be fair all four of them those last performances all oh, four yeah. of them was amazing oh yeah like nobody dropped the ball there everybody came with their best they no were ready ups. to play like yeah. all of them were impressive as fuck any yes. one of them could have won if the other ones had just yep not been as polished too. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know. They were they were impressive. I, I will say like I I didn't expect me to enjoy like especially the final four and the songs as much as I did like going into this competition. Like good. like I, I I like rap music, you know, don't get me wrong. Um I listen to a lot of rap music, but I know like by today's standards, like my taste in rap is not quite what people like these days, but this competition kind of squashed that. Like it showed me that like there are still People that are very talented doing rap in that same style that are showcasing 
all that they f- can fucking do. I just so love that they made it such a point in those opening episodes to be like, yeah, you're rapping fast, but uh, show me more. Yes. Because like, I f- just feel that way all the time. And I'd be in these rapper circles and mm-hmm. everybody just thinks if you rap fast, you're better. Yeah. If you just rap faster, you're better. Yeah. No. And they just let them know, like, fuck out of here with that shit. Yep. Like, thank you. I will say that too. That um, I really like Flawless a lot. He, I had him pegged to win the entire competition until that you see, last you moment. You saw why I said yes. that before, right? He's like, he's, like, he's un- polished. He's bro. untouchable. He's, he's as far as rap skill goes, he's untouchable in that competition. I think his, uh, you know, pun intended. Flawless's only flaw is that he just doesn't have, like, I don't know if it's just. I don't know if the word I want to say is the content or. No, the, I'll tell you what his flaw is. It, hold on. It, it, it's either the content or just his life experience. One of those two, like D smoke, you can feel like the hood in him. You know what I mean? Like, right. Well, you flawless, can feel you can still a rapper in him. Like, it's just a different feeling. Right. What flawless is big fucking like the, the one thing is holding him back is flawless. He doesn't have like he can rap better than all of them. Yes. He, he has a hard time like getting the like catchy hook. That too, like all of his, and then to go along with that, yeah, I was like, more impressed like, with his bars at any given time than any like, of his that, actual songs. His verses are great, yeah. It's his hook, like, yes. you know what I'm saying? He's not catchy like that, and like that pairs with the fact that he's like kind of been an underground rapper for so long, yeah. That like he, like, I felt like a lot of times like his song choices were like. Obviously, in this competition, they want something marketable. Yes. They want hit records. Yes. So you need to be writing songs that are hit records. I'm thinking the whole time, like, if I'm in this competition, I'm doing two baby moms. Yeah, sure. That's what I'm doing. I'm not doing, you know, uh, fucking, they hate to see me when I'm winning because that's me spazzing, right? Right. That's not what they really want, though. They want hits. Yes. So I'm gearing my angle in a different direction, whereas I'm watching Flawless the whole time. He's just trying to show how good of a rapper he is, and he's an amazing rapper. Yes. But, like, you could hear in the I'm Trouble, like, he didn't have the right hook for that song. Yeah. And then... You know, when it gets to the last one, he's doing this emotional family record, which is amazing mm-hmm. and super good and deserves all the credit in the world. Like, that was not the right record for that. Right. For your clothes. Like, that's where you come with your hit, bro. I mean, I get what he was doing. You should have approached that like London B. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? She like, had a club jumping. Yes. Uh, or like Troy Man. Like, they, yes. had, they had songs that could have been on radio and been hits. Yes. Like, Flawless is, as far as, like, just bars and lyrics go, like, that connected with me. His final song connected with me more than any of the other ones. But you were right. Like, this so- that, that, that doesn't constitute how good the song is. It was phenomenal. Yeah. It was just the wrong kind of song right. for what they were doing. Um, I will say, like, I think Flawless's lyrics are just, while he is good at making them sound good, I think the content is just kind of generic. No, and he got bars. I, he's got bars, but his, like, he can, he can write a pun, you know, don't get me wrong, but... It's just there's n- the 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 subjects are just n- like very they fall flat to me like I started listening to his album like he has a song uh, album called Twenty Flaw well, hold Seven. On, hold on, hold on. Before before you go into this, I just want to let you know because I've talked about how I've listened to his music prior. Yeah. The one reason I've never gotten super heavy into his music, like I have Joyner, everybody else, yeah. is because sometimes I think the music's boring. Yes. I think he's a incredible rapper yes. but his music doesn't always make me vibe and that's what i'm saying like that's you're saying so like yeah yeah I think that, that, that's, why, that's why i prefaced that because i knew we were going with this and and i just want to say i share that yeah. before this competition i want to love flawless like i do like i think his, i do i think his his uh lyrical ability deserves to be loved let's uh, be very clear Cardi i just B think to fuck him the whole time too. yeah oh yeah Cardi I, B I, wanted to fuck him. <laughs> I just think he needs to learn how to write a better song you know what i mean just a better song. He doesn't need to learn how to write better raps. He needs to learn how to write a better song. See, I don't even know if that's the case. I think he writes good songs. I just think 
I think a lot of his songs aren't what I want. Yeah. 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 That too. I, I think it's just, it's it, like a taste thing. It, he's yeah, you're right. And I think he's, he's preaching to like people that are, are, you know, or a crowd that's not really my vibe. You know what I mean? Not for you. And, but I can recognize, you can see he caters to the, like the tech nine. Yeah. Just know the product. He caters to those kind of fans. Sure. I and that's that. I mean, that includes is, me. I think I, I, I feel you, but like I think he's a better rapper than a lot of those people. Like, yeah, I think he's. Snow the product is a good example. Like I don't think she's a bad rapper, but people think she's phenomenal. I think she's okay. Yeah, she raps fast, but like flawless, is ten times better rapper. Yeah, but like Snow product probably has more songs I want to listen to. Right, you I know what I'm saying? Like I'll put it like this: I'm gonna keep my eye on flawless, and if he keeps coming out with shit, I'm gonna keep listening to it and try. I want to, I want to find like the, the flawless shit that I love. And I'm gonna is, keep trying. This is the shit that killed me. It's like it gets down to the top four. Yeah. And you can see, I, I know what all of these people are feeling in their moment. Like, mm-hmm. I can't fuck this up. Like, this is my one shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, Troy, man, London, be yeah. there all like, this is it for mm-hmm. me. Like, I have to win. Oh, and by the way, for and, what it's worth, I think all of them have earned fans. By, no, no, no. This, this is, the whole time I'm watching this, I'm thinking, like, they don't know it in the moment that they're in. But they've all got careers now. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what like, I Like, they don't know it. They think they have to win this money yeah. or they're going back to their old life. And, like, not one of them realizes... They have careers now. Yep. They can tour now yep. and draw fans yeah, and, and make money. Yep. And like, they don't realize it, but they already won. But like, we do. Yeah, I get that you're still competing for $250,000, yep. but even if you don't win that $250,000, like, your life is drastically different now. Yep. Like, forever. That's what's dope about this competition is that they weren't giving away a fucking record deal. They weren't trying to take your fucking songs. They you told know? D-Smoke, like, invest in yourself. You take your money yes. and invest in yourself, bro. That's why, like, it, like, this day and age, you don't have to have a record deal. You know, D-Smoke can, or any of these four artists, the top four especially, can make cool. a fucking album, throw it on Spotify, and you, dude, you the got- $250,000 is more valuable than the record deal anyway. Exactly. You can- He's going to see more money yep. from it. He's going to be able to tour off of it. Yep. Like, he probably made. He's going to be in made, shape. He probably made Inglewood High, which is his album, off of that money. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it shows. Like, it's it's a polished, well-made, produced yeah. album. You know what I mean? Um, D-Smoke's doing it. He's, he, I see, I've been- But like, that's like if Troy Man is here in Columbus, and it's like, yo, you want to go see Troy, Troy Man for 20 bucks like yep. yeah fuck it yep. why not yep. sure do absolutely you know man. what i'm saying like their lives are different and yep. you could just see they didn't know it in the moment yep they didn't know and that yeah that's and what's I great mean, to be fair it wasn't a sure thing in that moment they yeah. didn't know how successful that show was going to be right. it could have been a flop and nobody would have cared and whatever. Yep. but like watching that from our perspective from where we're sitting on like everybody's talking about that show and shit and it's like Oh, you don't know it, but like <laughs> yeah. you already won, bro. bro like you're good. I, I got on Twitter like the a couple days after I watched it, and I was still like four days out from it releasing. Um, and uh, I looked up D Smoke, and like he had like thirteen thousand followers already. I followed him. Now he's got like seventy five thousand or something. It's only be like another week. You know what I mean? Like he's he's making it happen. You know, all of it, same with Flawless. He's got a <laughs> shitload. I started following him. And that's things like Flawless. You think just because he lost. You think that didn't change the whole yeah. game for him? No, nah, he's like he's he's good. That that's the best thing that's ever happened. That dude. Now more eyes are going to be on his shit. More eyes and ears. You know what I mean? And I think they're all winners. Like that said, you know, it, I can't I, wait for season two. I mean, neither man. I'm I'm glad. So good. I will say I'm glad D Smoke won. I think he deserved it. He and, did uh, deserve the win. Um, I, I'm excited to see where any of these artists are going to go because a lot of them got some great uh, future potential. Man, it's gonna be Listen, awesome. I think all four of those last four were great. Yeah, like, I think London is a great like. Like, London London was like the thing you could see the whole time like London needed a little bit of polish like when you saw her in the studio and King Los was like 
your hook. And she was like kind of argumentative. Yeah. And then he was like, no, no, no. And then you saw the way he reworked it. It was like, he took something that was dope and made it a hit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he switched you from like, this is a good record to this is a hit now. Like, and, and for, by the way, that said, for what it's worth, I think um, Flawless kind of, like, I, I mean, you can kind of get the vibe based on some of the shit he said when he was in the studio and stuff, but he did not like like having to work with those producers and like, I wouldn't either. He did, he didn't like none of that. I shit. felt him the whole time. The whole time this was happening, I felt like flawless. Like there was one point where they were trying to give flawless advice, and he was like, "I'm sorry, but I can't take your advice." Yeah, and I like. He's like, I've never been in the booth with look, anyone else. Look, the whole time, the whole time I'm watching this, I'm thinking like. A lot of these people, like London B, clearly needed the advice. Yes, and that helped. But like I know me with my process, if I'm in that position and there's some, King Los is in there trying to tell me, like I'm not saying what King Los has to say isn't valuable. I'm not saying he doesn't know what he's talking about or anything like that. But I know that I have spent my whole life yeah. figuring out my own process, and like I'm a live and die with it. Yep. You know I, what I'm saying? I, like I feel like they kind of pushed know him in a direction what, that they didn't want him to go in on some of those songs. Right. But I mean, like me, I know like look, this is the hook I wrote. Yeah. If you don't like the hook, that's okay. But this is the hook yeah. I want. Yeah. Like I know my process. I know how I do things. I mean, I think also the difference there is I've got thousands and thousands and thousands of songs. I've done this 10 bazillion times, you know what I'm saying? Where yeah. I don't think everybody's done that that many times. Right. So like it's easy to walk in there and tell somebody who's done this. They've got 50 songs. Like you can give them advice and they, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But like I've done this so many times. Like I know what I want to do. Right. Like he, I know, yeah, he, you know what I'm saying? He definitely felt that. And I, I felt him when he was saying that. He was like, no, I appreciate what you're saying, but like, I have to do it my way. And not to mention- and the whole time I was like, oh, you're like me, bro. Like, what's up with that? Like one of those producers was like 18 years old. And don't get me wrong. Like, I'm glad he's doing his thing and I'm sure he's good at what he does. But like, what the fuck does he know about like making a- a a record that I want to make. They were pulling hit producers. Is what which, doing. Uh, which, I don't, which I don't like that. I felt the same way too. With, especially with that 18 year old dude. Like he doesn't know shit in all honesty. He knows how to make today's rap. Like he doesn't know how to fucking make something for me. You know what I mean? Like I kind of felt like, well, I mean, I think they're not <laughs> putting know. anybody on there. that doesn't know what they're doing. I, like, I feel obviously that. he's good at what he does, but I also think some of those pe people were chosen because they're, they wanted you to see, London on the track because that boosts London on the track's name and that helps him. Sure. Yeah, it's a business. Yeah, I they're, get that. I get product that. placement, you know what I'm saying? Or for what it's worth, I don't think any of them made like a, a, a song that like ruined those people's chance at the competition. I think fucking some of those songs they made for the music videos were garbage. Like, especially um, Big Mouth Bo's song. Like, hers was terrible. Dude, that looked worse than my music videos. Yeah, it was garbage. I felt mine with a cell phone, bro. <laughs> I watched hers and I was like, what the fuck is yeah. this? This is what you got? And what was that other oh, fuck out? Here. What was the other young dude that like spit kind of fast that he was just in the room, the one room and he kept like just bouncing all around the one room, like a white room with props. Oh, in it. you're talking about, uh, I don't even remember his name. He was kind he of was from Phoenix, bro. He was kind of bad, bro. That shit killed me because he was from Phoenix and I was watching him the whole time and I was thinking like, you're lucky you knew about this competition and everybody else in Phoenix didn't because I know 50 rappers in Phoenix that will like tear your yeah. world apart. He was bro. not good. He oh. was not impressive, no. bro. At, like, he was never terrible, but he was never good. Like, it's pretty bad that he ended up in, like, the top eight. You know what I mean? Because I just, like, I know the Phoenix scene. I know he's obviously involved in that. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know him. Yeah. But I'm sure I know people that know him. Yeah. He's obviously involved in it. And I was watching that, and I was thinking, like, the whole time, like, I know 50 people that you <laughs> probably know 
that you could never see, bro. Yeah. And they're not on this show. Bro, it'll be interesting to see what they do with next season, like especially more people knowing about this shit yeah. now. Like I think you will we'll get a better crop it'll of, be totally different. Yeah, it'll we'll get a better crop of talent. And not to mention, like, I, I well, the last thing I, I have to say about this is I'm I love the judges. I, I think that they picked great judges to judge this competition. I think they all did it fairly. There wasn't a single time where like I kind of like even I just disagreed want with to be them. my friend, bro. Yeah, I know he's such a cool. Like dude. I don't like your music at all, and I just I'm like <laughs> a genuinely a fan of you yeah, as a person. Right, like, I like you, bro. I feel that. I felt the same, man. Even Ti, like I felt Ti, like my guy. He he kept it the most real. Well, Chance kept it pretty fucking real too. But, they all kept it real. But Ti, like I I kind of felt his vibe a little bit. Like I, I connected with him more than I thought I would. You know, I thought he would like more garbage shit than I expected him to. You know, so I liked it. it was top all trusted. five, <laughs> top five all time, dead or alive. Yeah, think yeah. so. Okay, check my list, bro. He's on there. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm glad we got that. Album and Cardi B, in. man, like, yeah, she did. She did a good job. Dude, she was like, fine. How am I? You could watch that and not like her. Like the whole time, I thought she was handicapped, and I still liked her, bro. I know, man. Like you're a retarded bitch, but like I still <laughs> like you. Like you're I saw just charismatic. I saw somebody posted like a clip of her, like on like Reddit or something, like. I mean the 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 rude comments like after underneath it, like I mean go like fuck off like I don't, I'm not a Cardi B fan necessarily but as a human like why are you being so like negative and shitty toward her she's doing her fucking thing like bro like like that, I said bro I don't get it I watched this and I couldn't believe how dumb she was and there was still never a moment where I was like. You're so charming. Though. Yeah, I like, like her. You're still so likable. It's no like mystery as to why you're a superstar. Like yeah. you're undeniably likable. I want to hang out with Cardi B. I want to hang out with Cardi B for sure. <laughs> all right. That's all yeah. I got to say, man. That, Great show. Dope show. I'm glad we watched Loved it. Loved it. All right. All right. Anything else you want to touch on before we go break? No, let's go to our break. All right, bro. We're like an hour and 18 minutes in. We're going yeah, fucking... to come back and hit two segments instead of three. Yes. No top five this week. We're just saying fuck it since we had so much ground to cover. All right. I hope you all are okay with that. I doubt you'll care, but um, all right. Ready? Bah. Let's do it. We'll catch you guys here in a few minutes. All right. Yeah, right. Coming back at you live in three, two, one. What's that? Hi. We're back. We're back. Um, you know what? Today, EP7 by Queen Herbie comes out. Ooh, peep that. Ooh, she's a bomb. I haven't listened to it yet. I love this Queen Herbie. I'm, I've been recognized as one of her top fans this week on Facebook. I, I have to do my duty, you know? Tell everyone. Be a top fan. Right. <laughs> All right, let's do it, bro. All right, you want to raise the bars? Let's raise them. All right, here we go. Let's get it popping. Yeah, yeah, raise yeah. the bars. All right, so this week I had... Uh, I had Halloween bars. Hey, uh, yeah. Hey. Breaks the bars. Hey. All right, so he had Halloween bars because he thought we were going to do a Halloween episode, and we didn't. But yep, nevertheless. So, Halloween bars anyway. <laughs> we each got six. All right, man. All right, let's go. Let's start with one of yours. Why not? All right. Always you can see him lurking in the hallways, carcasses of Caucasian females in his crawl space. How the hell did he fit them all in such a small place? Hide him in the wall. Well, how long will the drywall take? Well, how long will the drywall take? Something like that. Um, all right. I like it. I mean, I feel what they're saying. That's pretty dope. Always you can see him lurking in the hallways, carcasses of Caucasian females in this crawl space. I like the alliteration. How the hell did he fit them all in such a small place? Hide them in the wall. Well, how long will the drywall take? Uh, I really like this a lot. It's like up my alley as far as content matter. Um, it's pretty clever. You know, they're talking about murdering and hiding shit. It's creepy, spooky shit. So I dig Halloween -esque. that. Halloween-esque. Very Halloween-esque. I like this. I'll give this an eight. 
This is Eminem from Buffalo Bill. Oh, dope. All right. Yeah. It's a good song. I like that. It is a cool song. I think that song gets slept on. It was on, what was it on that uh, refill? Laps. It was on the refill, yeah. yeah. Buffalo Bill, buff- Buffalo Bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. All right, yo. This song will never be on a radio, even if my click were to pick and were to pick and the people were to vote. Oh, okay, okay. This song will never be on the radio, even if my click were to pick and the people were to vote. It's the few, the proud, and the emotional. Yo, you, bulletproof and black like a funeral. The world around is, or the world around us is burning, but we're so cold. It's the few, the proud, and the emotional. I know it's a long one, but I, I no, it, it's okay. I had to finish the. It oh, I got you. I got you. Uh, yeah, if I'd have just picked four, it would have fucked up the rhyme. Yo, this song will never be on the radio, even if my click were to pick and the people were to vote. It's the few, the proud, and the emotional. Yo, you, the bulletproof and black like a funeral. The world around us is burning, but we're so cold. It's the few, the proud, and the emotional. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing crazy, but it's, it's cool. Uh, Monster Bash 7. Okay. Fair enough. This is 21 Pilots. Um, song's called Fairly Local. They're cool. I, I like them. I don't like 21 Pilots. I don't love them, but they're cool. Yeah, I'm not I like a fan. Them. I'm not a fan. I know a lot of I that ever turn back time. Yeah. To the good old day. Damn. That shit is tight, bro. I like nah, that song. That shit's <laughs> I think they're just like I, I I've been calling them like a shittier Hollywood undead. <laughs> and I don't even that. like Hollywood undead. <laughs> I don't know about that. They're cool. Like, I don't right. love them, but they're cool. They are local. Fairly they are local. from here. Yeah, but they don't ever show show Columbus any love or anything. Whatever. Fuck them. You could call me psychotic, but it's more like schizophrenic. And I can speak, and I can speak. Can anyone tell me just where my medicine is? Guess I got to show these miners just what my avenue is. Man, I swear I'm up out of my brain like graduate students. All right, let me try this again. You can call me psychotic, but it's more like schizophrenic. And I can speak. Can anyone tell me where my medicine is? Guess I got to show these miners just what my avenue is. Man, I swear I'm all up out of my brain like graduate students. Something like that. Similar. All right. Ah, I don't know. I feel like they're just, it's like random words mushed together. Guess I gotta show these miners what my avenue is. Man, I swear I'm all up out of my brain like graduate students. I don't even get that. I don't know. I don't really like this. I think it probably sounds good, like wrapped, but the content is non-existent. Um, I will give this, this seems like a good rapper at least. So I'll give this a six. You don't know what this is? I mm-hmm. thought you were going to pinpoint it. No. All right. You can call me psychotic, but it's more like schizophrenic. And I can speak to anyone. Tell me just where my medicine is. Guess I got to show these miners just what my avenue is. Man, I swear I'm all up up my brain like graduate students. That doesn't help you. You don't know what that is? Mm-mm. Is it Eminem? It's B.O.B. from Am I a Psycho? Oh, okay. I thought you were going to know it because you knew the song. I know the, I know the song. I just don't pay that much attention to what he's saying there, I guess. Yeah, that's that, right. that explains about how I feel about B.O.B. in general. B.O.B. got <laughs> lots of shit that's great, but I don't know what this is. I never thought he was great on this. Yeah. B makes great club records and he should mm, stick to that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think he is a good rapper. It's just, yeah. And it's, I, I feel about a six about BOB. Yeah, so I got like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, you know, I don't know. Boring. I, boring. I, I yes. Disagree. All right. Good. All right. Black chemic gods, black Egyptian gods, summoned from heaven, blessed, dressed, and only got go yard. Homie, go hard like Stone and Robert in a stolen car. Shoot the ballot box, no voter card. They all are frauds. 
Black Kemet gods, black Egyptian gods, summoned from heaven, blessed, dressed, and only go yard. Homie, go hard like Stone and Robert in a stolen car. Shoot the ballot box, no voter card. They all are frauds. Um, I like I like things about this. I don't know that I really like this though. I wonder what Stone and Robert is is maybe Sharon Stone. That's the only Robert Sylvester. Stone? No, no, Sylvester Stallone. Stone. Who's Stone? I don't know. Maybe if that reference made sense, it might. I like be the like, way that sounds, though. Yeah. Homie, go hard like Stone and Robert in a stolen car. Like the way that yeah. it rolls the like O's and I don't know, but I don't really know what it means. It's this is. I think this is probably saying some things that I don't get. Yeah. Past that, I don't think it's really great. Yeah. Uh, it's all right. I'd, Six. All right. This is Nas. The song's called Not For Radio. Featuring P. Diddy. I'm not familiar with this, and I'm not really sure what's going on here. <laughs> but I do like the Stone and Robert and the Stolen Coat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I like all of that. I feel it. And shoot the ballot box. No voter card. They all are frauds. It's cool. All right. Ready? I mean, I'm ready. Here yeah, we go. Too. All right. God damn, I love women. Daydream about penis being in them. Meet them with a big grin with my Mac 10, rope katana, and then I skin them. <laughs> All right, this is pretty cool. God damn, I love women. Daydream about penis being in them. Meet them with a big grin and a Mac 10, rope katana, and then I skin them. <laughs> I like it's just so like uh like abrupt. Rope katana, and then I skin them. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Damn, I love women. Daydream about my penis. This is cool. Like it's not like it's not like impressive, like impressively written, like as far no, as like how it's spit, but like it's impressive because like they're just saying some cool shit, you yeah, know. I agree. Meet them with the big grin and a Mac Ten rope katana, and then I skin them. This is cool. Um, I'll give this a seven point five. I think this is pretty fucking dope. I just, it's not amazing. It's not amazing right. me, but I can feel it. You know. Yeah, this is Tyler Crater from uh, Transylvania. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's the. I think the whole song is like a vampire. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like it's a weird cool. song, but it's cool. I like it. I like it's, that. It's, that album, Goblin, is really good. I've never listened to it. It's really good. Hmm. <laughs> All right. We love our neighborhoods. So all my brothers bang the hood. I never vote for presidents. The presidents that change the hood is dead and green. Was standing on this mezzanine in Paris, France, finna spaz because most of my homies never finna get this chance. Like that. We love our neighborhood, so all my brothers bang the hood. I never vote for presidents. The presidents that change the hood is dead and green. Was standing on this mezzanine in Paris, France, finna spaz, because most of my homies never finna get this chance. The last two bars are so good, bro. The first two are all right, whatever. But the last two are so good. So He's saying some shit. Eight. I love the... Dope. Was standing on the mezzanine in Paris, France, finna spaz, because most of my homies never finna get this chance. Yeah. Like... Oh, I feel that. <laughs> I love that. This is Vince Staples, a song called Lift Me Up. That shit's hard. Yeah, Vince Staples, he's got bars. Other than North North. I think that's song Bitch, you thirsty, too. please grab a Sprite. That shit's <laughs> hard, too, though. <laughs> I don't know. I like that shit. All I right. think like Vince Staples, every time I hear him, I'm like, I just like this. All right. <laughs> We gets down, nigga, do the monster mash and watch a nigga like me collect monster cash. Cause I sp sitting with this bitch who got monster ass. Keep him wondering how long the dawn will last. Hmm. All right. I like it almost cause they're saying monster bash. You know, that, that speaks to me. Hmm. Too many end bombs for me. Which for those counting, there was two. <laughs> too, too many. Yeah. 
Yeah. We gets down. All right, I'm going to do it again. We gets down, fool, do the monster mash, and watch a fool like me collect monster cash. That's cool, right? <laughs> All right, because I'm sitting with this bitch who got monster ash. Keep him wondering how long the dawn will last. It's, just, it's dumb garbage bullshit they're saying here. It's nothing good, really. It's just... Yeah, they're trying. I get it. Uh, I don't really like this, though. I'll give this a four. It's not very creative. I love that because I'm sitting with this bitch who got monster ass. I like that shit. They literally rhyme, keep rhyming monster. I get it. Monster, monster, monster. Yeah. But my mash cat, like it's, it's just lame rhymes. You know what I mean? This is, this is old school. This is uh, Ice Cube. Okay. This is uh, a song called Dr. Frankenstein. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I like that because I'm sitting with this bitch who got monster ass. I love that shit. <laughs> that line is okay. We but. do the monster mash. That shit is hard, bro. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> We're getting down. Okay. What does that mean? Doing the monster mash. That just means exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> All, right. All right. Light speed, living in the world, you know. Little old me feeling like a live wire. But I put some but I put some new tires on a lightning bolt till I wreck into a pole like like a right to vote. Reckon to a poll like a right to vote. That's cool. Um, I think he's saying like the reckon to a poll is just like taking like a, a right, like like voting polls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's all right. Okay. Six. This is a song called "Cartoon and Serial." Do you know this song by Kendrick Lamar? Nope. Sorry. Right. Yeah. That's how I feel about Kendrick. Kendrick got bars. But D Smoke's where it's right. at, bro. D Smoke for life. D Smoke is just off brand Kendrick. Is, bro. And <laughs> yeah. I like him. I'm not knocking him. I'm just saying, like, that's if you like D Smoke, you like Kendrick. All right. Maybe one day I'll peep Kendrick. All right. Late night, I hear toothbrushes scraping on the floor. Niggas getting shanks just in case the war pops off. Cause you can't tell what's next. My little homie, baby boo, took a pencil in his neck. I don't know. Okay, they're talking about being in jail. I can get that. Late night, I hear toothbrushes scraping on the floor. They're getting shanks. and bombs getting shanks just in case the war pops off because you can't tell what's next. My little homie, Baby Boo, took a pencil in his neck. I mean, they're talking some real shit. I'm not knocking the struggle or whatever the fuck you know, they're rapping about here, but I don't think the raps themselves, which is what I'm grading, are that impressive. Um, I like what they're saying, though. Like, the content is dope. I just think that, I don't know. It doesn't even, like, rhyme unless you force it, which I'm sure with their, whatever, whoever raps this has, like, a cadence about them. Hear toothbrushes scraping on the floor just in case the war pops off, you know, because you can't tell what's next. Uh, took a pencil in his, like, neck and next barely rhyme. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm not a fan of it. I get what they're doing. Not a fan. I'll give this a five. This is Snoop Dogg, and this is from that song, Murder. Murder was the case that they gave me. Okay. It's a true story, bro. Okay. They did try to pin him with murder. I believe it. I mean, Snoop's got some real shit. I'll give him that. I've just, ne I've honestly never been a real big fan of Snoop's music, like his rapping. Um, outside of The Chronic and um, Doggy Style. Doggy Style. I don't care about any of Snoop's albums. Yeah. I think he's a cool second man on a song or whatever. Yeah, yeah, feature. absolutely. But I will say The Chronic and 
uh, Doggy Style are exceptions to the rule. Those are phenomenal. Yeah. Okay. Phenomenal. I, I love Snoop Dogg, the character, and I like his old school rapping. Like it was like real rap. Like now he does all this like pop rap type shit. But so it's not really my cup of tea. But I don't think he even really has bars. But he's got a lot of life experience and such a swag that's undeniable that you can't dislike Snoop Dogg. But mm-hmm. I cannot be a fan of his music. You know what I'm saying? All right. So I don't listen to anything like post Doggy Style. Yeah. But. All right, bro. Here you go. Yeah, this is for your motherfucking rap quotes. My shit is surprising and shocking like Barack votes. The traps broke when I rap with Tunchi and Stacks, though. OG mugs and said I'm going to be the first rapper to cross over to the black folk. All right. So there's a lot to unpack here. Okay. <laughs> this for your motherfucking rap quotes. My shit is surprising and shocking like Barack votes. The traps broke when I rap with Tunchi and Stacks, though. Which makes me think this is Tech Nine. Mm, why? Because I can't think of anybody else that did a song with Stax and Tunchi. Who's Stax? Andre Three Stax. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that was his nickname. Andre Three Thousand. And Tunchi is Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm, I knew that. So I rap with Tunchi and Stax though. The only like, maybe somebody else did. But those are the only people. Who's I, OG Mugs? I don't even know who that is. OG Mugs said I'm gonna be the first rapper to cross over to black folk. But see, that makes me think it's not Tech Nine. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not familiar with this. Yeah, it's for your motherfucking rap quotes. My shit's surprising and shocking. Like, it's not really written like Tech Nine. My shit is surprising and shocking like Barack votes. The traps broke when I rap with the tune sheet and stacks though. OG Mug said I'm gonna be the first rapper to cross over to black folk. This is cool. I like it. It sounds good. Um, I don't know who it is. Can't. Intuition says Tech Nine, but I don't think it's Tech Nine. I don't think it is. Uh, I'll give it a seven. It's cool. Okay. Should have trusted your gut. This is Tech Nine. Is it? <laughs> the song's called B-I-T-C-H. I mean, it doesn't rap like Tech Nine. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the Toon Chain Stacks was the t- the tip off for, for that. But why would Tech Nine be crossing over to black folk, first of all? Well, the song is B-I-T-C-H, which is breaking into colored houses. Oh, okay. Um, so, so the whole song the whole song's about how he's just now getting black fans. This okay. song is dope as fuck, by the way. It has T-Pain on the hook. Um this I lo- the video is dope. It's him like literally like breaking into fucking the house and shit, and, like crawling around and rapping. It's tight, dude. I highly recommend. Well, this I mean, song. we've we've done a bunch of Tech Nine bars in this segment here, and yeah. like that doesn't look like Tech Nine wrote it. No, it doesn't. Like th- this song's more of a, a laid back, like slower type of vibe. But this is the f- end of the verse too. So he was like, I think he's kind of making his point. Right. You know, this is literally the last. Line this of the, the verse. Punctuation yes. Mark. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is for your motherfucking rap quotes. You know, like he's rapping like that and shit. I don't know how the rest of the shit rhymes, so I won't do it justice. But um, anyways, good, yeah, good, enough. good call though. I mean, you still call it. <laughs> didn't didn't stick with it, but you called it. Well, uh, I mean, like I like I said, between the black crossover, see, yeah. I didn't understand that because I didn't understand the song. <laughs> yeah. So that explains that. Mm-hmm. But like just the cadence and the way it was written just didn't seem like tech. Yeah, I feel it. All right. I'ma scare the socks off you for sure. The shock stops all you. Knock your locks off and chop the watch off you. Lurking in the back like a crook in the black of the bush like a crook in the black of the bushes. Uh-huh. With the rats with an axe and the stacks of wood is. Oh, okay. I'm going to scare your socks off you for sure. The shock stops all you. Knock your locks off and chop your watch off you. Lurking in the back like a crook in the black of the bushes with the rats with the axe and the stacks of wood is. This shit is tight. This shit is tight. This is very tight. This is the best one so far. <laughs> this is good rapping. Lots of like, I'm a shit. 
scare the socks off you for sure when the shock stops all you knock your locks off and chop your watch off you that's just tight those two first two bars are very tight but i like what he's saying more in the second two even though they don't they don't flex as hard lurking in the back like a crook in the black is why is it black of the bushes like the shadows in the bushes I think it should be like a crook in the back of the bushes. Well, you know he what I mean? said back. He's switching the words. Okay. Lurking in the back like a crook in the black of the bushes with the rats with the knacks and the stack of stacks of wood. Is, that's just type. Um, I'll give this a... This is very dope. I think they're probably doing more justice than I would. I'm going to give this a nine. I really love that's it. That's what I would have graded this. Yeah. I think this is so good. This is Royce to 5'9". Okay. It's from a song called Scary Movies. But I love... What I... Where you can really tell that this person is rapping exceptionally well is when you do the first two. I'm going to scare the socks off you. For sure, the shock stops all you. Knock your locks off and chop your watch off you. The red flags here, if I didn't know what this was, would be he goes from socks off you to shock stops all you. Mm. He doubles up on the shock stops. Yes. He doesn't shock all you stops all you no he like he shock stops all you and then he goes to knock your locks off and doesn't hit the you but then brings it back and chop your watch off yeah you. and like that shit is super intricate and yeah. it takes skill to make that sound right when you're hitting it right like i'm gonna scare the socks off you and for sure the shock stops all you knock your locks off and chop your watch off you like that shit yeah is, it just sounds oh, so good so good it's so bro. like pleasing you know what i mean it's just it, like that's that's uh professional i mean that, that's like an advanced pen game yeah. skill right there like that's not something that just good rappers do like oh and you by, gotta be let me say this about royce too he, when he was on he made a guest appearance on rhythm and flow yeah. like i thought he was a great judge like guest judge yes. on there he, he was so fair and kept it so real yes. and uh you like i felt like i i connected with him i think more than anybody that was on that you show saw judging. lupe on there too right yes i did i did see lupe he was yeah. uh, barely on there but yeah, he, was he was just on there he was just on the in the barbershop or yeah. no he was he was uh with, with house killer mike he was with chance in chicago when they went to the theater. Oh yeah, and that's where Bo, Big Mouth Bo, got the <laughs> straight ticket and all that shit. But yeah, Royce is the shit, man. He's he's. I think Royce is like, uh, uh, I mean, he he hasn't. I don't think he's quite got the recognition he deserves, but he will. Like he will be. He will go down as like one of the best. I think. If we're talking verses, Royce is probably one of the five best ever. Yeah. Uh, we're he, talking strictly verses. Yeah. Like, if we're talking greatest rappers of all time and shit, there's a lot of other things you can factor in. But if we're talking who got the best verse, Royce. He shines in every song I've ever heard him with. on. I mean, but I mean, also, I think he should. He grew up with Eminem. Like yeah. him and Eminem were teaching each other yeah. their whole lives. So like, it makes sense that he can rap on that level. It makes sense that he can hang with the goat. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I mean, he probably, he's probably part of the reason why the goat is the goat. Yeah. He probably helped Oh, turn yeah. M into who he is, just like M helped turn him into, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, just off of skill, when they were friends, when they weren't famous, like, they learned to rap together. They they were teaching each other things. Yeah. So it makes sense that they would be... And throw Proof in there, too. Yeah. You know? But Proof can't rap like them. Proof <laughs> is good. Yeah, you're right. But Proof can't rap like them. I think Proof is a little more on the conscious rap tip than they, them two are. You know what I mean? Proof like, can't, like, do all that... shit that we were no, talking no. about. Like, real intricate yeah. details. Like, his post pen game isn't like that. That's just great writing. Like, proof is great. I'm not yeah. knocking proof, but like he proof ain't that. I feel it. All right. All right. It's you and me. There's nothing like this. Miss Americana and the heartbreak prince. Okay. We're so sad. We paint the town blue. Voted most likely to run away with you. 
It's you and me. There's nothing like this. Miss Americana and the heartbreak prince. Okay. We're so sad. We paint the town blue. Voted most likely to run away with you. I see like, there's nothing super crazy about this, but I really like it, bro. <laughs> like, this is real simple. I don't know why I like this so much. It's you and me. Like, it's just, I feel it. You know what I'm saying? No, I get Jeez, it, man. Mr. I feel Maricana, it I'm the heartbreak prince. We're so sad. We'll paint the town blue. We're both, this is just cool, bro. Like, this is, this is like one of those things, like, this showcases that not everything has to be super intricate or crazy to be cool. Yeah, I feel that. I like it. I'm going to give it an eight. All right, I just, that's I just think it, it speaks to me. For what it's worth, before I say anything else, I like this a lot too. I don't like... I I've never heard this song. I don't think it's... It's just good. I just like it. Um, This is a song called Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince by Taylor Swift. No, I, think those, <laughs> I think that's well written. That's cool. I like it. Taylor Swift's got bars. That shit's cool. I like it, bro. <laughs> Oh fuck! Yeah, it's good shit, I mean, bro. To be fair, she probably didn't write it. No, she actually—I think she's one of those few that actually writes like almost everything she yeah. sings. Well, so. then good for her. I, I liked it. I thought yeah. it was good. Props yeah. where they're due. I'm a T Swizzle fan, bro. I mean, I don't know if you know this, but I truly, genuinely like her music. I'm not, but I liked it. Okay, I feel that too. Fuck All right, yeah. bro. Let's uh, move on. Let's wrap it up with our throwback spotlight. On it, Immortal Techniques Revolutionary Volume 2. It's trash, I hated it. I know you did, bro. I know. No, that's not. If you're going to give him a little piece, you got to give him. All right, what? You got to give him Point of No Return, bro. Uh, point of No Return is good shit. Point of No Return gets me gassed the fuck oh, up. Bro. This beat sounds like a old like beat I would have rapped on. I met know? the <laughs> guy that produced this beat. He was at, at the Immortal Techniques show. I met him and Immortal Techniques. For real? Yeah. No, that's tight. Yep. Yeah, this sounds like some shit I would have like picked off of uh, SoundClick. Like, yeah, let me rap on that. <laughs> I know too much. The government is trying to murder me. Like, oh my God, bro. I love the whole concept of this song right here. We're just going to jump right into this. Sure. I love the concept of the song, Point of No Return, because the whole thing is like, he's the revolutionary. He's going to like expose the government, everything. And so he kicks his album off with this, the Point of No Return, where he says that shit. I know too much. The government is trying yes. to murder me. Very I can't strong. go back, like cutting your wrists open vertically. Like, and it's all like, the, the concept of it is like I've made myself a target there's no going back yeah. now this is where we're at the and government's and that's after the first me. song I'm the revolution <laughs> like it's just hits so hard yeah. bro and the bars are so good everything is so impactful this is the point from which I can never retreat cause if I turn back now there can never be peace like he's just oh my god it's so good it's a that's great op great jumping off point now I don't think I really like this album, mm -hmm. but I don't think the whole album is that good. Yes. But that is also in defense of the album. That is one of the hardest openers to any album I've ever heard in my life. This is probably my favorite song on the album. It's like, my favorite song on the album. Right off the bat. This is probably my favorite Immortal Technique song. But okay. like, this song here is quite arguably the greatest opening track to any album I've ever heard. Okay. Like, there's few things that make me feel like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, and it, like, we've talked about, like, like, a, Oh, I think it was last episode we were talking about I Gave You Bars from Jadakiss and I was like this is just mm. like a hard song that gets you into the album and Pain and Torture and it's it's like that except for this also the content pertains to the concept of Immortal Technique in the album like I'm a target now yeah and that like gives me goosebumps when I listen to it too like oh my god he's like <laughs> he's really like at odds with the government he's, yeah. he's all the way out there now they're right. trying to get him and it feels that way like his whole thing feels like that yes so it's just so convincing um i think this whole album is good i think peruvian cocaine is 
a really cool way to do a cocaine song where they're telling a story of how everything's every guy plays a different character that's transferring they're like harvesting the cocaine in Bolivia and then they're fucking transferring it and it gets all the way to America to drug dealers and shit like it's just wild to me Um, obnoxious is fucking sweet as fuck uh, industrial revolution is sweet as fuck crossing a boundary is sweet as fuck the fourth branch of the government is the fucking media he was saying that shit 15 years ago before we had all this fake news argument you know what I'm yeah. saying like internally bleeding is hard as fuck I gave you bars from those on one of our okay. things you gave it a real high grade uh, the cause of death is hard as fuck like all of this is great but when we get down to the end we got you never know which is just like um, like we, we discussed this before before the pod, but you you um, hadn't listened to the story in this. Yeah, I didn't um, quite pay enough attention. I think by the time I just got to that part of the album, each time I listened to it, I was just kind of like, it, it was in the background. Well, I'm going to spoil it now. Yeah, go for um, it. This is just like uh, his famous song, Dance with the Devil, in that it's a story with like a twist at the end. But basically, you never know. He's talking about how he knew this girl and uh, in Harlem, I think, and... You know, he grew up and everybody wanted to get with her. She was super bad. Like everybody wanted her and she wouldn't give anybody the time of day. And she was always too cool for everybody. Like nobody, she just wouldn't fuck with nobody. And finally he became really good friends with her and they got really close and he fell madly in love with her. And he never wanted to tell her about it because they were so close and she never got close with anybody. And finally he felt like he had to go tell her that he loved her. And so he tells her he loves her and she starts crying and she runs away and they never speak again. And then he goes on with his life and becomes a rapper and all this shit. He goes to prison, gets out of prison. And he always is thinking about her. And so he's like, I have to go back and like, just, I just have to see her again. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So he goes back to her house, her childhood house and her mom answers the door. And her mom's happy to see him. And he asks about her and her mom starts crying. And she says, she left you a note. So he gets the note and he starts reading it. And she has this whole note where she's saying, Hey, I just want you to know, I was always madly in love with you. You were all there ever was. You were the only one I ever wanted to be with, but I got a blood transfusion and got HIV and I could never be with anybody because I didn't want to make you sick. Oh, damn. And so she's dead now. And she left this note like, I always loved you. I want you to know I always loved you, but I couldn't mm. be with you because I had this blood transfusion and I had HIV. Okay. Fucking wild, bro. <laughs> and this shit like... Oh, when I hear this shit, it touches my heart, bro. Yeah, yeah. I always, I always, it always reminded me of Dance of the Devil, but I always liked it more. I think Dance of the Devil is a lot crazier, but like this one feels so much more like real. Yeah, I feel yeah. This it. feels like this could happen to us. You know what I'm saying? Like sure. this, this feels like something I could touch. Right, right. I think that's why it speaks to me so much more. But man, I think like he just hit like another great story that I think is super underrated because everybody always thinks of. Dance the Devil. I think this one's just never gets the the props that it deserves. Okay, but I mean, man, this album's got hitter after hitter after hitter. industrial revolution. The fourth branch of internally bleeding. Fucking, there's so many of them, bro. Like obnoxious. This album goes, bro. This album is fucking great. I love it. I love Immortal Technique. I just saw him. It was great. <laughs> um, I'm giving this album a fucking 9.5. All right. I really love this. I also am very curious to hear how you felt about it because I did think this is something you should like. Yes. I don't know if you'll like it as much as I do, but you should definitely like this. All right. So right off the bat, I will say I really did like this album. <clears throat> I, there's, I don't really have anything bad to say about it. The, the only thing that kept happening every time I, I listened to it, maybe through, through maybe three or four times, honestly, every time I was, would be listening, I'd find myself kind of like zoning out like okay okay fuck like but that said like 
I, I have a couple things I wanted to mention. Um, point of no return is obviously my favorite. It just it just bangs the hardest. Like it's it really is just like you can put that one song on repeat for yes. like hours. It's and good just love shit. it the whole time. It's good shit. And you know what? Another uh group called the ghetto boys had a song called point of no return and that song was the shit too so i immediately made like the connection like yep. you know and they're both kind of similar too like mm -hmm. theirs is a more of a a political like you know they're saying the same shit about themselves in general but he's more of like on the conspiracy tip you know what i mean um i i couldn't help but draw parallels between immortal technique and ill bill I think they're very similar, like as far as style goes. Um, yeah, I would agree. Um, even content and subject matter, like uh, I would agree, uh, especially on the uh, the hour of reprisal. What's that like? Very like first song. He has, he comes hard right out the gate with like a crazy conspiracy type song too. And uh, I, I made that immediate connection um, with this. Um, Immortal Technique, I will say he's right up my alley. Like his rap style is shit. I like. I can hear him. I can understand him. Um, the only thing I only bad thing always saying cool shit. Yeah, he is always every bar is w very well chosen. He's kind of like in that regard. He reminds me more of like a DZK where like not his rap style, but his content, like everything is just so carefully chosen and like interwoven and very well thought out. Like, does he ever have lines that don't have impact? Yeah. Like every line, like when it hits, you're like, oh, yes. Ugh. Mm -hmm. Ugh. And he's relentless with it. And I love that. And that, that's like my kind of shit. So I will say as far as his rap style and ability goes right up my alley. The only thing I can say that's bad about it is I, just, I don't think he has very many like catchy songs. Like, the hooks are usually pretty he's lackluster. Not trying at all to be catchy. You're right. right. He doesn't. That's a fair criticism. Right. He's but not. He doesn't. That's not his game. But as far as just being at like hip hop um, bars, he has another thing I will point out that I like about what he does that a lot of rappers don't, unfortunately, is like every song is like a different thing. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. He has a lot they're of songs. about things. Yeah. Yes. There, there's a lot of songs that are similar in, in content, but each song has like it's either its own story or its own like subject matter you know what i mean and it's clear and it's not just him rapping on a beat about his life or rapping on a beat about fucking how cool he is you know what i mean it's he doesn't do that each song has a purpose and i really really like that um i don't, I don't really have anything bad to say you know other than that i, I just think that the, a lot of the songs kind of were they they weren't over my head because he's very clear about what he's trying to say it's just they kind of miss me due to the fact that he ha he has a very like pretty basic like cadence that's easy to kind of get lost in you know yeah. while you're listening, um, but that said when you are listening, he's got some very powerful shit he's spitting. It's almost it's borderline like too intense. You know, you what better I mean? watch what the <laughs> fuck flies out of your mouth or I'ma hijack a plane and fly it into your house. Yeah, <laughs> that's just dope. Um, his, his bars are almost like his, some of his bars are over my head. Like they're just a little too much for me to kind of comprehend, but I know he's saying some important, valuable, dope shit. You know Human what I mean? Beings killing monkeys to conquer the planet. <laughs> <laughs> um, that said, I, I, again, you know, I will be listening to this album a little more closely and try to pinpoint some more shit. Oh, here's one thing I did want to, a fun fact. Um, the song Peruvian cocaine, the din, 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 din. Have you heard another song that's similar to that? Is it a sample that I should know? I don't know. It might. It must be a sample because I've heard another song 
called Bolivia by Isham that uses the exact same beat. It's, it's probably from like the Scarface soundtrack or something. I know. That's probably why they're all using it for I, cocaine shit. You know what? I, it might be because it's very, I mean, it's I, it's the same fucking beat. It's probably the same shit. But um, but this this came out first before Bolivia. So, But I was familiar with Bolivia. So that's, I immediately was like, what the fuck? When did, I looked it up when this came out. But um, Bolivia was on his album, um, uh, whatever the album he made on Psychopath A1 Yola, um, Isham's out one and only like real album he made on Psychopathic. He made Repentance on Psychopathic. Oh, you're right. I take that back. Repentance yeah. was a good one. Repentance A1 was, Yola was not as good. Yes, Repentance was actually tight. I like that. But anyways, A1 Yola had Bolivia. That was the only song I remember from that album because uh, I I like the beat. <laughs> but proving cocaine gave me the same vibe. You know, A1 it? Yola the one that had all the music videos. Yes, they were so bad. Yes. <laughs> so 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 bad. Yes. Uh, yeah, they're terrible. Oh, you know, on that tip, let me look it up real quick, just out of curiosity. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my videos. god, they're so bad. Yeah, listen. Yep. That's the same sample. Same paper, paper. Yeah, Isham's song is not as good. <laughs> Let's just put it like that. Um, I really like Isham, but he's not a Mortal Technique on nah. his best day. Um, Mortal I'll, Technique is a better rapper. Even even though a lot of this shit was you know over my head, all that all that all that shit said, you know, I feel his vibe so much that you know this is I I have potential to become an Immortal Technique fan, and this album might be able to do it. I just really gotta dive in a little deeper and I want to, and I'm going to, um, that said, I'm gonna give this album an eight. Um, I really, really liked it a lot. Even the shit that I did retain and kind of vibe with and feel it's such on my level that I, it's undeniable, you know, he's great. So I will be continuing to, to dive a little deeper on this and I'll probably check out some more of his other shit too. All his shit is good. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I do think like revolutionary volume one, I don't like as much as this. It just sounds more dated. Okay. Like, I, I guess it. this probably sounds dated at this point, but when I when I was listening to him as a kid, yeah. this was a lot more current, whereas one was more dated. I think this actually holds up. And again, I like, think it holds up too. Um, it's it came out like in the time where I was actively like hardcore, like making music too, and like I can I'm on like the I was I feel like I may have been on a similar wavelength. You know what I mean? Yeah. As a lot of this shit, it's a beat a beat choice wise, you know, rap. Uh, you know, uh, content wise and everything. So I feel like he's a little ahead of his time, like you said, with his subject matter. Um, talking about the media and all these conspiracies and shit. Nothing um, will be the same as before because the place that I'm from doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, that's dope. Uh, it's unfortunate that his latest album was 2008. I mean, what well, the fuck is the that? The tour that he was on was before the Middle Passage. So when he put out Revolutionary Volume Two. Years ago, 2003, he kept talking about how he was going to put out the Middle Passage and then Revolutionary Volume 3. Okay. That was like 15 years ago. Okay. Still no Middle Passage. He's done the Martyr EP and he did the Third World mixtape. But other than that, he hasn't released anything. He's been working on the Middle Passage. Okay. And he played some of the songs from the Middle Passage at the show. Oh, he okay. had one that was really cool where he was rapping like he was a slave on a slave ship getting brought to America. Oh, dope. It was, to it was okay. super dope. Hell yeah. But yeah, the Middle Passage... Like I said, it, it's obviously real. He played some of the songs. And okay. He, that, that was the whole tour was marketed as like, this is before the middle passage. Like it's coming. It's soon. okay. That's what's up. So we'll see. So we, so even though he hasn't had an, a real album, a full length album in 11 years, yeah. um, he's still actively working. I, I was well, the third world isn't a real album. Oh, it's not it's like a mixtape. Okay. Oh yeah. You did like him and like that. DJ Green Lantern. Or something. So where's the, um, EPs? How come there are no fucking the martyr? He gave away online. So I don't know if it's on here yeah, or not, but it may not be, um, but it's just an EP that he put together. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, 
Oh, he's doing his thing. So the middle passage is coming. All right, that's what's I'm up. Ready. Um, all right, uh, for next week, um, I wasn't sure what to pick. Um, so I'm, I have a list going of shit that I don't think you'll like very much, but I'm gonna pick one. I, th- I think we can at least get down on. I'm sure you'll have some nostalgia for, but I'm gonna pick the debut album on Psychopathic Records of Anybody Killer, which is Hatchet Warrior. Okay, I can do that. You can do that. That's the straight out of Detroit. That's on that, right? No, that's on um, One Less G in the Hood. Uh, Blaze, there's Blaze. one on there. There's, there's one on the ABK one. Hang I think on, it's it Blaze in, and Violent J that I liked. I can't remember. He hasn't. Uh, my favorite song on here is Jim <laughs> Nedden's Haunted. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> um, Ghetto Neighbor, maybe. That's probably it. I don't remember. Um, uh, he has a song, I think, come out and play. You might be gang related. I remember that shit. Yep. Okay, I'll it's got some good shit on here. So we I can do this. I think you. I think you like. It. I think this is a little bit of a softball one. You know, I'm sure it's got some good shit. But and we all know this album isn't like a masterpiece. But I think it'll be fun to talk about. We'll go back and we'll visit it. We'll see what we got to say. Yeah. All right. You good with that? I'm then? good with that. I'm right, good. Cool. That's way better than what you. Come <laughs> I know. <with. laughs> That's why I was giving you a little bit of a I'll softball. I'll take that before Ting Tings any day of the week. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's wrap this bitch up. Oh, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't at least mention this last thing. Um, today is the 17th anniversary of the Wraith Shangri La. Hi. <laughs> Do you have anything to say about that? I remember buying that album. Yeah, That's I it. remember. Was it? How, what was the moment like for you? Did you have any like? Um, any, I remember. You're still a juggalo at the I time. It came out on a Tuesday because mm-hmm. that when when all albums came out on Tuesdays. Yeah, and I had to wait until Friday to get it. Mm. And I saved my money up. Friday came along, and I um I was up at the Chiller at Easton like for Friday ice skating, and um, we walked over to Target, and I bought it. And I remember the first thing I had to do was listen to the unveiling because everybody was talking about that. Oh. And I listened to that and I was super disappointed off gate. Yeah, right. I would have been like too if I'd have done it like that. Disappointing. <laughs> um, and then I went and listened to the rest of it and there was a lot of stuff I liked about it. But um, sure. I was my immediate reaction was like, that was disappointing as fuck. That's unfortunate that you did it in that order because I think I would have felt similarly. Cause That's exactly how I felt. That, that song itself... Did, the album wasn't bad. Yeah, sure. But that... To be my, like, that no. was it. I, I actually, I love the album. It's my second favorite ICP album. I think it's fucking amazing. And the moment, like, when I listened to it, I, I went to Best Buy. Second. Yeah. I went to Best Buy and bought it the day it came out. I bought it along with, um, I bought a new set of headphones, took it home, and uh, laid on my bed and just listened straight through by myself, like, you know, just no interruptions. And it was amazing. Like, I mean, I, I've got emotional at times. I remember, like, Especially like during the very first song, like I was like, oh man, like this shit is so, it just, you waited so long for that. You know what I mean? It was such a, like relief. I was like, oh my God, this is finally it. Oh my, like it was just overwhelming, dude. But, um, I was disappointed with the unveiling. I'll I'll admit like I was kind of, I had a kind of like, that was it. Like that didn't speak, that song didn't speak to me. The album did, but that song didn't. The album is so much better than that song. Yeah, that song. But like that was like what was talked about. So like I had to go. I had to. I had to see what the big twist was yeah. right away. Like immediately. Yeah. And I just listened to it, and it was like fucking twelve minutes long or something. I was yeah. just sitting there forever just listening to it. Like. Yeah, and he hypes it up so much at the beginning. He's like, "The butterfly in seventeen. Yeah. When we think of Shangri La, I'm like, oh, here it is. Like, wrote this way, follow God. Uh, yeah, I was just kind of like. What? <laughs> what? He, he was like a little atheist. Was like, yeah, same. Oh Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> and you know what's weird is like, I think that I don't think they meant it like that. I really don't. Like, I don't think they did either. And it just it was a it was very badly worded. Like they mean. I don't know how they did that, and nobody was like, yo, like, are you sure? Yeah. 
I know. This is how you're going to do it. This is your big finish. Like everybody knows you're the carnival is heaven. Everyone knows that's what you're talking about, bro. Like pass me by shows that it's Shangri-La. Yeah, we know. We get it. You don't have to fucking say the carnival is God. Well, they said this, they they said this like, we're going to pull the rug over your face. Ha ha ha. We trick you into being we're God sorry worshipers. if we and trick I don't, I don't, you. Yeah, like. <laughs> what? They didn't trick us. It wasn't a trick. They they said they. It was bad. They said what we all knew in like a weird, unnecessary way. It that, was bad. That, was, that no one asked for. All so, it did was alienate people. It didn't. It, exactly. Yeah. And I, I think, again, I, I don't think that's what they meant to do. Like with that. We made all Douglas find him. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, that was so stupid. I hated that. I'll be honest. I hated that. Um. But every, literally, you can chop that song off, and that album is—it's—it's—it's it's, it's a fucking amazing song. They should have just ended it with the song "The Wraith," which was a great song. Could have ended it on that. Come out with Hell's Pit, which unfortunately a lot of people didn't that really was like. Super disappointing. I really, there's, there's, I really there's like high Hell's points Pit. to it, mm-hmm. but it's super disappointing. Re- you thought that was gonna be dark, yeah, and like it was to me. No, it was so bouncy and like mm. oh, it was just bad, bro. It was dark in the ICP sense. No, you know, like, I walk into the darkness. darkness, dude. Walk into the darkness is the one of the most great, like crazy dark songs they've ever done. I wanted Tales from the Lotus Pod dark for Hell's Pit, and mm. instead I got like bowling balls. Like I'm good, bro. <laughs> I, like, for what it's worth, I didn't like bowling balls. That's my least favorite song in the whole album. But um, nevertheless, Shangri La, seventeen. We're it's seventeen years of Shangri La. Thank you for that, ICP. We appreciate it. Um, you know, it holds a special place in my heart. That moment, I'll never forget it. It was uh, one of the best moments of my life. That's something. <laughs> All right, bro. Anything else you want to say? Uh, oh, and I was even representing... I'm not representing ICP, but I got my Deck One Delt shirt on today because I couldn't do a Deck One Delt. So we, uh, Derek's out of town or else I would have made him do a Deck One Delt. He's out, Actually, I'll be seeing him at the Tool concert. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways, anything else? I got nothing. All right, bro. Thanks. That was a long one, but a good one. We had a lot of shit to cover. We're glad you stuck with it. All right. Thanks for listening. Catch you guys later. We'll see you next time on Iconic Class. Peace. Oh, thanks for watching or we're listening to Iconoclash, yeah, thank the you podcast. What? Keep going. Thanks for watching Iconoclash, the live action movie. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, and comment on your Facebook, YouTube, Instagrams, and Twitters. Yeah. Boy. Good enough. <laughs> <laughs>